Hey. 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 Solid. Hey. Hey. What's up, brethren? Do me a favor. Yeah. Tell them what they're listening to. Oh, okay. Uh, this is, yeah, this is where I gotta be the, uh, the host. Hey, what is going on, guys? Welcome in to the most recent episode of Performance Enhancing Discussion. It's been a while since you've heard my voice. What's the matter? <laughs> it's been a while. Don't do that. It's been a while since you've heard my voice. I'm excited to be back. It's been, when was our last episode? When was the last episode that we dropped? End of 2019? Um, yes. Uh, three days after the Super Bowl. Three days after, so mm. early 2020 then. Yeah, the episode ended with a proposal. It did. It did. Yeah. I remember. That was the last episode. Okay, so uh, yeah. guys, welcome in. It has been, um, it is, it has been two years. Has it been two? It's been two years. Two whole years, yeah. Two yep. whole years since we have uh, hopped on the mics, man, and it has been a crazy, a crazy two years, but I'm excited to be back, man. Um, me and you, dude, me and you have been talking about getting the pod rebooted for a couple, like, I mean, we sprinkle it in the conversation every once in a while, but... I'll, I'll be honest. During this two-year hiatus, the creative juices were not flowing in me. Yeah, no. So I the agree. fact that we're even here talking about this right now, yeah, yeah. hey, this is something. Yeah, no, it did. I'll it, take this. No, it absolutely is, man. And um, I'm, I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be back doing it, even though this fucking pop filter is like, you know, right hey. up in my fucking junk. It is, it's okay. And uh, what you said about the, the seating arrangement, yeah, uh, I'm feeling it too because I kind of want to lean back. Yeah. You know what I do want one day mm-hmm. is one of those... With the, the, the fucking boom It's called order. a boom arm? Yeah. Yeah, well, once we start gaining yeah. some revenue here, and once yeah. we start fucking around got, with got, some I shit, got, I, would, listen, I, would, I got I that got, whole setup I, in my house. I got, yeah, I, I know. got the whole thing. But I'm sure it was easier process dealing with one mic. You know what I mean? Yes. Well, okay, so the only reason we were able to get this up today and like equalize the mics and everything is because I have experience with my, because I have a two PC setup at home. So routing audio oh, that's through cool two, well, no, it's not a flex. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, it, it audio is always one of the hardest things to capture. No matter what, it is one of the hardest things. Filtering audio through two different systems to come out in so many different ways. But I have a piece of equipment called a Go XLR mm. that like alleviates everything. I can send different tracks and different stuff. Yeah. Listen, once we get rolling and stuff like that, we'll start investing mm. in some shit like that. We'll get something better than these little piece of shit Yetis. Okay. Fuck all this noise, dude. You know? Let's get down to the... No, but listen, we got to... Intro- dude, you're... No, you're... I don't... I don't... No one wants to hear about the audio. No, you're coming in dry, bro. I'm coming don't in dry. Come I'm in coming in... Dry. I know. Let me wind up. You're coming in hot. Wh- hey, wind me up. No, no. That's not my job. Wind me up. Yeah, no, that is your job. You're sitting across job, from me right now. It's wind me up. Job, I'm just a toy, bro. You're messing with me, yeah. but you got to wind me okay, up. Okay, so listen. Uh, 20... Tw- the 2022-2021 was a good stretch of not being able not 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 being able to do the podcast but just not doing the podcast right mm-hmm. um like you said the last episode was 3 days after the Super Bowl um and for all the listeners out there all two of you uh hey mom um we we, we know you guys <laughs> your mom don't listen <laughs> no no she doesn't my mom my mom does she hates me uh she hates me um i was a mistake but um for all the people that do listen they've like you know they've been telling us we need to get back into it i think through the gap of time that it took us to get back, I think we both learned a lot. We've both done a lot of shit. And with that, I'm going to just, it's been two years. We got to key everybody in on what's going on. 
Okay. Oh, now, you mean over the past two years? No, yeah, no, it doesn't have to be personal oh, okay. shit. Yeah, yeah, I don't no, it doesn't. Have to no, I'm not yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. personal shit. Yeah, let's talk talking about, about right now. Let's start. Let's ease into it. Let's start a yeah. little bit. 2020 was a fucking demon of a year. Okay. 2022, it's little sister. Not as bad, mm-hmm. but pretty, pr- pretty decent. Okay, pretty decent. Now we're speaking to the people from the first time since the world changed and it stopped. Okay. Uh huh. How are you doing? I'm totally fine. You're doing fucking Nothing's great. Nothing's changed. Okay. I go outside and for some reason, everything looks the same. Everything feels the same. Okay. I, I don't know where you were going with this. So you're, no, I, I'm creating what? small talk. Yo, no, I get it. Grant I, I, is I'm an anti-vaxxer. Oh, what? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah, no, everything's the same. Uh, from the past two years, yes. I don't. I look outside and I don't think anything's changed. I don't think, you know, everything's the same, all the same. I, see, you know? I'm completely on the opposite end. You know? I think a lot of shit has changed. I, I, I think, nah, honestly, I think it's the like, same. No, it's you know? still the same world and everything like that. Yes, I get that. You yeah. know, I still go outside. It's not like, you know, it's not Armageddon or anything out there, but a lot of shit has changed. I feel like you're getting at something and I don't, I'm, I'm honestly dumbfounded because I have no idea yeah, what Yeah, no, you're we're just saying. having conversation. It doesn't no, but I'm, to be. No, but I'm saying like, I feel like you were implying during that two years, something big happened. And I'm well, telling I mean, the fuck. It's the fu- the whole pandemic, like the fucking everything that happened in between. I mean, it's been pretty fucking big. Yeah. Wait, pandemic? What? What are, we, are you talking about Ebola? No, 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 not not Ebola. What was that? What was that one from a couple years ago? You're such a piece of shit. Just Hold get on. on with the what conversation. Was, I'm no. I, I'm. What was that? What was it? Not not Ebola. It was another one. What was it? It was from Africa. Oh, maybe that's Ebola. But what was the other one? Uh, I don't know. What was the other one? Not swine flu. Cause HNN1 was swine flu. Because you mentioned pandemics. I'm like, what? what? I, I'm talking about the fucking coronavirus grant. What are you talking about? I'm talking about... Okay. All right. What? Anyways. Okay. So throughout the last two... I'm not going to play this game with you. Um, <laughs> it's been two years since we've done this. I'm not going to play into your little games. Okay. I know you want to get into just like the bulk of the conversation. You wound me up. I need you to tell me what a coronavirus is. Okay. Um... Gonna ignore that. Um, the past two years have been fucking wild, everyone. They have been absolutely insane. Um, regardless of whether my co-host wants to downplay it or not, um, I'm you know it's been it's been crazy. And the reason why I just brought it up is because we're not just gonna jump right back into it and shoot the shit. We're not gonna just do that. We hope all of you guys have made it through uh, well throughout these past two years. And if a couple of you died, well, you know, I mean. You're not listening. (laughs) Yeah, you're not listening. But I hope you are. You know, we're going to have to edit that part out, okay? Uh, Because death is not anything to play with unless... Never mind. We're not going to go there. Um, But yeah, it's been a crazy two years. We're excited to be back. Um, As always, you guys know you guys can find us um, at PEDs, Performance Enhancing Discussion. I'm not even sure. We got to do like a whole rebrand. We got to do some stuff to get this thing really off the ground because I have good aspirations for this going forward, man. I really do. I'm excited to get this thing back up. I'm excited to be sitting in front of you. I'm excited to be doing more hands-on stuff. I know last time we talked about it, I had reassured you like, hey, I'm going to show up to do the podcast, but I can't do much more other than that. So I'm telling you live now in front of your face that I plan on being more hands-on with this. I plan on sharing that workload with you and and really just kind of putting some time and effort into it and to at least, at the very least, getting weekly episodes up. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Of course, as we transition more into getting into the flow, who knows where that's going to go? Who knows? Maybe Maybe we're sitting in a studio in a year. Maybe we got the nice fancy boom arm that you that you maybe about. baby maybe steps. Maybe we got that stuff. Yeah, yeah, you, know yeah you had me at hands on. Yeah. and workload. And, and I'm excited. You had for me. It. You um, had me. Okay, so um, outside of like the past two years, 
we don't have to get personal about it or anything. Some crazy shit has just happened in pop culture and, and in general. But first, what we're going to do, um, because I know we've been dying to talk about this, I'm going to ease us into a new segment that we're going to bring in. Yeah, I didn't even discuss it with you. Didn't even discuss it with you. I'm dropping this on you right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna Real ease, radio DJ move. Yes, we're going we're gonna to yeah. ease into a new segment <laughs> you're just introducing a whole new segment, huh? Yeah, it's just a whole new. It's okay. a, just a new segment. Right. It's a new. There's a new understanding of of the way that we're doing here. You wanted me to wind you up. I'm setting the tone. Yeah, you I'm know what? Just this this new uh, this guy or that guy. This okay. This that guy is or that guy. this guy or that guy. Okay. Me and you have both recently dropping gone bombs, on, Nagasaki. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Hey, baby. I'm here, Hiroshima. Okay. <laughs> um. Uh. We have both recently watched a television show that we've uh, i've enjoyed no i i see where you're going with this i've enjoyed okay uh where did you think i was you know what we'll we'll save that for after no i I know where you're going with this Mm -hmm. yeah uh not to go dive into this uh dive into this like too detailed and too deeply but i I, because i do want to play this little game yeah that you are introducing right now but this guy that guy I'm assuming you're talking in relation to our conversation about the oh, Punisher. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, so recently, it, with not to go, you know, off on a tangent about the Punisher because you know you enjoyed it, I enjoyed it. Yeah. But in terms of this guy or that guy, are is there like topics such as in, winning in a fight okay. or ballroom dancing? You you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into that. If you uh, maybe sat back and listened for a second, hey, and bro. instead hey. of um, you know do what you regularly do, which is interrupt me. Um, I'm winding up. That's all. I know you're excited. You're excited. The juices are flowing. Okay. So this guy or that is going to be, uh, was kind of brought on, uh, by me and you having the discussion of who would win in a fight after we watched you, we watched the Punisher. For those of you guys who are listening and have not seen the Punisher Marvel series that is on Netflix, go watch it, man. I love John Bernthal. He's a savage. He played that role perfectly. But overall, for it being something that's associated with Marvel, by far the darkest thing that they've ever done. Yeah, easily. By far and away, easily, easily the darkest thing. Mm, maybe Logan. You know, I'll give a shout out. You, you've seen Logan, right? Yeah, I did. That's a dark, that's a dark movie. Always Again, dark. but these are characters and stuff that are associated with Marvel. They're not done in the MCU, which is that Disney sort of you know, kid friendly stuff. Yeah, so we yeah. get a lot more, you know, stuff. But if if you have seen The Punisher, you know this really, really fun series. It's gory, it's bloody, and the character is portrayed in a way that not many Marvel characters are. So with that being said, I'm in the middle of the second season, which I'm rewatching because I've already seen it. You mm-hmm. have blown past me or you've blown in I, I already through, finished it. Yeah, both yeah, both both it. um both seasons. And the topic came up. Who would win in, in just in life or death scenario, yeah, battle to the death. Good old fisticuffs. Frank Castle, aka the Punisher, or John Wick, aka Baba Yaga. <laughs> who, okay. who would come out of that battle? Now, listen, I didn't really think about the stipulations too much. Okay, uh, such as such as do we incorporate guns? Do we incorporate just hand to hand combat? Um, how you know, are we talking just pistols, rifles? Uh, cause I've seen Frank Castle take some domes off with some rifles. John Wick, a <laughs> little bit, but John Wick with a, pe- a pistol with the motherfucking Blicky. I think is a lot different. Yeah. I think not to make it like too complicated. Yes. Just dumb it down. Just to straight fist. Straight you know fisticuffs. I mean? Simple. Simple. Okay. Fisticuffs. Yeah. Okay. Who are you giving that to? 
I mean, I, I already told you my answer. And that was Frank, this, Frank Castle. Okay, Frank Castle. Yeah, Frank Castle. Okay. Um, yeah. I have to agree because in the show and just the character overall, yeah. I mean, he's had a lot, he's been through a lot of shit, right? He's been, th- that character, even going back to the comics and stuff like that, yeah. just been through a lot of shit. He's literally a covert operations assassin that is, his only objective is to literally just kill bad guys. Now, mind you, we can't just assume what a character can do or whatever. So going off what we see on screen, I'm starting to second guess myself because they've shown through the three John Wick movies the different types of martial arts that he knows. Mm -hmm. They don't really go into detail about Frank Castle and the martial arts he knows. Obviously, he's trained from the military, the Marine Corps. But like John Wick kind of gives that illusion like he's been trained in different sides of fighting. So, another thing to take into consideration there. Okay. Um, yes. It, 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 John Wick knows a lot. John Wick does know. He knows how to fight. He knows how to fight. But the one thing I will say about Frank Castle is that guy doesn't know how to die. Yeah, he does. He does not know how I to mean, die. Th- that's the crazy thing. This is why I love that you brought this up. Yeah. You could say the same thing about both of them. I think when we were talking about it the other day, mm-hmm. the 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 biggest deciding factor for me was what they were fighting for. So, you know, Frank lost his family. John, you know, his wife did die, but ultimately it, it's it started from the gift of the dog from his wife, his dead wife, uh-huh. and the dog was murdered. So, like, he's in a sense fighting for the dog. I just thought Frank had to fight for more. Yes. So that's why I think he would win. True. Okay, so on one side we have Frank Castle... Yeah. Who doesn't know how to die? Yeah. On the other side, we have John Wick, who doesn't know how to lose. That okay. guy does just just okay. doesn't lose. Will take on fifty guys with one magazine yeah. and a pistol. Yeah. And he does it with style. Yeah. Okay. So, not really factoring necessarily what they're fighting for because I think that brings in too much context. So, for example, does John Wick show up while uh, Frank Castle is on a mission? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. In that sense. I think you, you know, overall, I think we're both in agreement. We're giving it to Frank Castle. Yeah. But if they were to just meet at some point in time where Frank wasn't on a mission or anything, okay. and this guy is just threatening his life, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing, vice versa, Frank mm-hmm. to John. I think John Wick is a formidable opponent. I think John Wick is a formidable opponent for the Frank Castle. I think either way, right? I don't get why would it change if, you know, he's just walking down the street. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the yeah. same thing. And no, I agree. I agree. Um, I think if you factor in even more so, you know, weapons and stuff like that, I mean, John is, there's no weapon in the arsenal. I've never that, seen Frank swing a sword. I'll tell you that. Uh, exactly. And or, you know, th- th- I've, I've seen him throw a knife or two, but not the yeah, way yeah. that John Wick does in John Wick 3, yeah. where he's literally <laughs> just throwing him in people's feet, yeah, yeah. you know, his, his little Fe- footies, feets. you know, yeah, his feet's <laughs> plural, and he's just absolutely destroying dudes with more than one thing, you know what yeah, I'm saying? John yeah. Wick is an opportunist. Yeah. He uses the thing, but Frank is, is meticulous, and he is... Um, he is what's the word I'm looking for? Meticulous. Prepared. I say that. He's no. Ah. He's any, yes, prepared. Any yeah, sure. big, yeah. any big fight or anything that uh, that, I, that, I that, that Frank goes yeah. into, he is prepared for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It, it takes planning. John Wick is an opportunist. You never know where the night's going to take him, but he <laughs> still comes out. And if you factor in both of those plus weapons, I think John, I think you play that simulation 10 out of 10, and I think it goes five, 5 out of 5 on both sides. I think John kicks... I think he kicks the shit out of fucking Frank. Yeah. I think, you know, it just... I, I think it could be both go either way, just depending on how many, you know, factors we want to put into it. But I thought that was a fun discussion because there are very few guys that are portrayed as badass as yeah. someone as Frank Castle and John Wick, right? Yeah. They're very, they're very few people. Uh, I did search up that discussion on uh, Google and I found some that were like, who would win in a fight, John Wick or John McClane? And it's like, John McClane has no, that guy has <laughs> no shot. And I mean like literal no shot at defeating Baba Yaga. I'm sorry, dude. John Wick. If if we're putting at the top of the food chain, it is John Wick and Frank Castle. And I don't. That's like Godzilla and King Kong. You don't know what's gonna happen. Godzilla won that fight technically, but King Kong didn't die. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 kind of what what are the circumstances? That's yeah, yeah. I'll leave that discussion there because I think it's a fun one. Maybe our listeners want to you know chime in a little bit on that. Um, and I think it was just a fun discussion because we both. Uh, watch the Punisher. Was it your first time watching the Punisher series? Technically, yeah. Okay, what yeah. brought you to that? Because you actually reignited my uh, uh, love for that show and had to rewatch uh, it. Shit, it was probably we're going on two years now. So two years ago, when we last talked on this podcast, uh, Katie was watching it. Okay, and I didn't start watching it with her. She was just watching it, and it just came in the room one day, sat down, and. Uh, uh yeah, I just sat down and started watching it. What drew me in? Because first of all, I had no idea what she was watching. It's not like he's walking around with the skull shirt on, which I like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't make it so obvious. But yeah, so I'm watching it, and uh, I like that it only makes a couple appearances. Yeah. In the series, like my first time watching it, we're talking literally mid season. Yeah. I'm just sitting down, no idea what I'm watching, and what drew me in was the acting was really well done. I thought it was a lot of emotion. Yeah. It was raw emotion, and the 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 content that was that was portrayed in that season, I was like... You're talking about season one. Season one, yes. Okay. Uh, season season one. one was really well done, man. It was really well it was done. Really it well was done. very believable, and yes. the acting really drew me in. I thought everyone did a really great job. Yeah. The, one of the villains, the 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 blonde-haired kid who, who was... Yes. With the s- severe PTSD. Yeah. I'd never seen him in anything else. I was blown away by his performance. Incredible side performance, in my yeah. opinion. A cool wrinkle in that show yeah. that kind of tied Everyone else, I thought, did well enough for me to like just be drawn in all, like, I love Lieberman. all the way around. I love Lieberman, man. Yeah. Yeah, Lieberman yeah. was a really good compliment uh, to, to John Bernthal. But yeah, so then I saw like the last three episodes or something like that. Yeah. So then I told myself... I'll watch this eventually. Yeah. And then, you know, just recently I've been on this kick where I'm just trying to clear up the list. Yeah. And just stop adding shit. Just pile through some shit. So actually, you know, we could probably talk about this next, but I've been piling through fucking movies the last three days. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm hitting... The time frame mm-hmm. does not apply. I'm hitting... I just finished a movie from last night from 76. I finished movies from the 90s. I'm, picture, I'm watching movies from the 80s. These are like bucket list movies. Yeah. Movies that are very well known, but I, for whatever reason, never watched. Okay. I'm piling through these. So The Punisher was the first on the agenda. Yeah. And I piled through it. And then I knew that you had watched it before, so that's when I called you up yeah. and stoked that fire. And here but you what are. Brought you, so you've, you said you saw it with... A few episodes, was, yeah. So yeah. And I told myself, I want to know how this started, yeah. how the story started. Yeah. So that's when I started it. And I was hooked. I was hooked. 
Okay. Yeah. Here we are. Okay. Here Under, we are. You know? I like that. I like that a lot. Because <laughs> it's a... <gasps> oh! <laughs> Dude, I, I, one thing that I will say is... Um, I think, uh, and, and I've, I've, I've done a little bit of research um, on his story and stuff like that, but John Bernthal is just one of the most underrated actors of our time. Yeah. I, I really think, especially in the second season, that his acting alone holds the show up. He is one person that, I, I put him up there. He's, he's, if we had to reevaluate a top five, he's, he's got to be three or four on that list, man. For me, personally. It, it'd be it, hard to disagree with that. Sorry to cut you off, but yeah. I, I forgot to say one thing. The only thing, the main thing that kept me going, because I turns out, I already told you this, I hated season two. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a show with not only the amount of gore the show has, but the type of gore. I thought it was just really entertaining. Yeah. You know, we're talking like some all-American, just blood Yeah, fest. that shit definitely holds you know the I mean? show up as well. So The reason why I want to bring that up is because you're, talk, you're talking so highly of John. Yeah. I think if they use someone else, I would still watch the show for the gore. Yes. But he brings it to another level yeah, exactly. where exactly. now that we've seen it, no one else can do it. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, I'm not trying to watch a Marvel because if, if Marvel sees how well The Punisher did on Netflix, they come out with a movie and they find their own guy, I, hey, I won't watch it. Yeah. No. Agreed. Um, yeah. And, and I don't know if you saw this, but John Bernthal did say last year he was incredibly open to coming back as the Punisher, nice. but he said he wouldn't do it unless it was right. He said there's a certain level of yeah. pain in that character. There's a certain level of oh, yeah. how that character really is, and you can't dumb it down. And I agree with that. I agree with that because the way that character is portrayed in comic books and then beyond is he starts out as an anti-hero. Yeah. So, you know, he starts out fighting Spider-Man and then ends up in the Daredevil timeline and stuff like that. And that's because they see him killing a bunch of people. <laughs> you know, all he's doing is fucking killing people. But then they find out that, like, you know, he's killing bad people. Yeah, and yeah. even though, you know, heroes don't agree with killing people, they understand and they sympathize to some extent with what he's doing. And I think that's what John Bernthal was talking about in his, in his sense. Like, you can't take out the killing. You can't take out the blood. You can't <laughs> yeah, take that out because yeah. that dumbs that character down for what that character is. And coming up yeah. in like the seventies when that, that <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> coming up in the seventies when that character was created it was obviously a different time. Yeah. And now being portrayed in in you know cinema, you gotta uphold that level of integrity with that character. And I think John Bernthal did that very very well. Um, again, I well he did it so well. When I see him in other stuff. I'm almost expecting that raw emotion. Yeah. And I'm bummed when, you know, but then again, it, he, maybe he's playing a, a, a stock boy at a grocery store. I'm like, no, he, you shouldn't have that pain in that character. You no. know what I mean? Yeah. But like he did it so well, I'm almost expecting it in other things he does. But have you seen him not have that in any of his roles? Yeah. yeah. Which, which one? Uh, I actually watched the Netflix movie recently, The Unforgivable, Sandra B. Okay. Yes, I saw that. I, I still think he was like just looking singularly isolating his acting performance in that. Yeah. I think he was good. It was Yo, really, no, really no, good. No, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm For saying the, just the raw, like just this raw, like just strong emotion. Yeah. Obviously, the character didn't call for that. Yeah. But it was still, you have to take a step back and be like, obviously, he's not the fucking Punisher. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, but I, I, think, I get that. I, I don't think I've ever seen a role that he's had to where I didn't see him like just 
be at a level acting. In my oh opinion. no, yeah. Even the even like the Wolf of Wall Street. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and he t- was in that. T- huh? Tell your sister I said hi. You know he's out there <laughs> pumping iron, and the kids are trying to buy drugs off of him, and he's like, "What's your sister doing?" And tell your sister to call me. Like he's just one of those dudes that just has it. He goes for it. He has. He goes it. for it every um, no matter the role. I get he it. He has it, it. and yeah. I think throughout his career, he's definitely played more like rugged roles. Like what's his name in uh, The Walking Dead. Um, and then with the Punisher and then having more like, he's always got this masculine kind of vibe to him. There's a movie that he actually did. He talked about, I think he did it last year, the year before, um, that he said it was a passion project. It was, it's some, it's like the auto shop or something. I can't remember. Small engine repair. Small engine repair. I haven't watched it yet. I really want to watch it either. I'm excited to do it because if you know, like a little bit about John Bernthal's like story and stuff, like he went to acting school in Russia um, mm. where he like one of the highest He's just going deep on this yeah, guy no, well no because I'm interested in him because yeah, yeah. I saw him actually where I got interested in, in in him is that he was on Joey Diaz's podcast okay he was I can't remember the name of the podcast but I saw a clip of it and, and it actually got me to a point to where I was like I need to look this podcast up and I actually watched it yeah and um it's almost as if when you see him talk on that podcast or you just see him be John Berthold it's crazy because I feel like you go back after I watched him mm-hmm. in movies and stuff like that. He's just, he's, it's almost like he's not acting. It's almost like he just is, like he he leaves a piece of himself with every role that he does. Almost like every role that he does is a part of him. Yeah. And I can appreciate the fuck out of the spirit of that as an actor and as a creative. I can appreciate the fuck out of that because... Um, I think that's artistic as fuck. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. Like right. there are people in in the movie industry that don't have that. That they are typecast into these roles. Yeah, and they're funny. Whether you know whether that be funny or or whatever it is. Um, you know, great example of being you know kind of typecast in a role like Will Ferrell. He went on these stretches of where he was only doing these satirical comedy, you know, nuance films like Talladega Nights, Step Brothers, and stuff. Yeah. But then most recently he did. Um, the shrink next door. Right. And he just showed a different level of acting that I don't think anybody, like um, maybe some people did. He's, I'm sure he's done. I know he did something similar, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. And, and for me, listening to John, John Bernthal talk on Joey Diaz's podcast and then looking his story up and then he was on hot ones, uh, as, as well too. Yeah. Um, and that was a more intimate setting. And you just really get the vibe that he's not out there acting. He's legitimately diving deep into a part of his soul that mm-hmm. is that person that he's playing. Yeah, yeah. And he's doing that. And I think that's just fucking cool to see. Yeah. You don't get that very much. I mean, outside of like Leo. and But Leo is so fucking good that even if he's not leaving a piece of himself in that, he just makes you believe that that's him. Like that's how good he is. Acting, you know, <laughs> like he's, acting. But he's—it's just yeah. he's on a different level. But yeah. John, there's like a level of that raw emotion that you get from him. Yeah. Um, that I really, really enjoy. And uh, and yeah, dude, I think he's just fucking. He's he's. If we redid our top five, John Bernthal is making it into yeah. mine handedly, handedly, yeah. easy, easy. He money. was uh, not his fault either. He was disappointing in the Sopranos movie simply because. Barely had any scenes, mm-hmm. so it's like there's nothing to take back from that. Who's he portraying in that? Because I have Tony's been... dad, which you would think would is be a big, big character. Fucking no, guess not. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So yeah, I wanted to I wanted to do that. I think we're both in agreement that Frank Castle probably gets the nod right now without adding too many layers and stipulations into it. I don't know if you guys agree. But I'm gonna go ahead on. I'm gonna so, agree. With sorry, my dogs, John. Yeah. No, you're listening. Fuck your dog. Oh, dude. See, John. 
Dude, that's the thing about John, bro. He's just relentless, man. That guy just is just relentless. Um, but let's kind of reel it back in. That was a good intro uh, segment. I want to reel it back in. You know our bread and butter. You know our bread and butter is always just hopping on here and talking. We always find a way to work in some sports, some sports talk, man. It has been a excellent segue. It has been an incredible, incredible. Two years of of sports, we've seen championships won, we've seen championships lost, we've seen a lot of shit. First and foremost, I want to say, um, rest in peace, Kobe. Shout out to the Mamba man. Mm-hmm. I don't know, mm-hmm. I, I I I don't think that event happened uh, when we had recorded last. So I just want to give a quick shout out to the Mamba Mamba mentality. We love ya, and. Um, Shout out Gigi too, you know, mm-hmm. um, fucking insane. Not only was that something that that happened in the um, in the sports world recently, we lost John Madden as well. Yeah, a pivotal pivotal figure in not just football but all of sports, man. Um, and it's it's crazy because he literally lived right across the freeway from where we're recording right now. Um, insane. That he, you know, he's basically in your backyard, our backyard, the greater Bay Area. Yeah, yeah. Um, but insane that he, he, you know, he he lived like right there. There's and people in the world that like will say his name in relation to the video game. Yeah. And still not have no idea who he is. Yeah. I think if you could say someone's name and not know who the fuck they are. Yeah. But you're talking about something totally different. Yeah. But it's actually named after that person. Yes. I think that's crazy. It's like insane. you left a huge mark yeah. in the world. If you were able to have your name on something, yeah. And for people to use or say it, yeah. And still not know who the hell you are. Yeah. Like, like these kids that are running around playing Madden. Yeah, like, oh, I'm like, playing Madden, even... I'm playing Madden. Like like obviously if you're a kid, you're not gonna take a step back and be like, wait, why is this called Madden? Yeah. yeah. I, I just think that's crazy. No, I agree. Uh, John Madden had a, a profound impact on not just on pop culture in general. You know, like I know that the the game that is named after him and that he you know had his had his hands um, on throughout the longevity of the game. It it dives in deeper past just the sport of yeah. football, right? It is a football game. But so many kids, so many people made livings off of playing Madden and doing pro Madden stuff. And then you look at like his impact on just sports in general and then to like intertwine that with pop culture and video games. I mean, the dude's just fucking, he's, he's, he's just an icon, you know, and we lost him. We lost him a couple weeks ago. I remember as a kid, just the, cause his voice sticks out. Yeah. And I would watch Monday Night Football and his voice would always stick out to me. And then as the years, he, he ended up stopped doing it, and then they got different people, and you find yourself longing, you know, call it nostalgia or whatever, but I, I, for years, I found myself long, like longing for, like, what is missing from this? And it was just, you tried to replace Madden. Guess what? You can't do that. So if I, if I felt that about Monday Night Football, I can't imagine what, like, his family or people, clo- people closer to him, yeah. or n- not even, like, fans like us, the, the the effect he had on other aspects of the world. Oh, yeah. I'm just talking about Monday Night Football yeah. as a kid. You know what I mean? Absolutely. The other shit he did, like all those magazines, all those commercials. Yeah. Because, you know, the, his life is just being broadcasted everywhere now yeah. because he just passed away. Yeah. But, like, seeing all the stuff he did, and, like, obviously, the biggest one is obviously, for me and you, probably Madden. Yeah, Like, absolutely. that's just, it's so crazy. It's I, I and the it's first, crazy. the first, I don't know if he's the only, but the first broadcaster to also work with every single major network. 
Really? Ever. Yeah. Ever to ever broadcast for yeah. a, a, an NFL game or sports broadcast for every single major um, network. Yeah. And I think that's a big feat in itself too, right? Um, and that's huge. He was just huge for the sports world. So RIP John. Hope you're just watching hey, over the world right favorite now. Favorite Madden. My favorite Madden? They're all the same. I mean, they're all the hey, fucking same. they're all the same. But when EA actually gave a shit and they tried, they would mix it up. I've never so you been got, too big into Madden, but I'd probably say the most fun that I had. So, for example, 2000... Sorry. Uh, I was just going to say the most fun that I've ever had was probably Madden. If you don't remember the number, just say who the cover was. Because sometimes the the numbers can get blurred, especially with you know the special edition covers or whatever. Do you remember who the cover was? The last Madden you purchased. Uh, the last one that I did was the To Hall of Fame. To Hall of Fame. So that was the special edition. Or it was something? like the special edition one. Okay. And then the one before that was Tom Brady. Okay, so yeah, Tom Brady was shit, bro. I want to say Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Tom. <laughs> uh, it wasn't 2012. No, it doesn't make any sense. 2016, maybe. Something like that. I know I've had more fun playing earlier iterations of Madden rather than like the newer ones. But the thing is, I, I never, I never played Madden more, you know, enough to like really key in on. Okay. We, oh, the mechanics are different in this one. I can do this. Like I never played it as to that extent, right? Yeah. So like I did. Yeah. Like there was a post after John Madden passed away. Someone had posted you know, about his his mark on the game or whatever, and they posted a screenshot. It was it listed pictures and all of every Madden video game. And the first four years, it wasn't even called Madden. It was called John Madden Football or yeah. something like that. Yeah. So like the first four of that, and then just shows the different Madden covers. And I'm looking at this, I'm blown away. I'm more blown away at the fact that how many times I fucking bought this fucking video yeah, game. Yeah, right. You're like, and I it's, own it's this the one? same shit. Yeah. It's the same shit. But for example, 2004, bro, they introduced Hitstick. Yeah, like hit stick, dog. Hit stick and then, was huge. You, I would just run the fuck flip, out of that flip, that right. Flip, flip, yeah, every hey, bro. Single hey, time. bro. Two in the pink, one in the stink. Flip, 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 <laughs> flip bro. Every time. And then, like, shortly, I, I don't know if it was the same year, but shortly after that, there was QB Vision, which a lot of people took advantage of. I did not. I thought that was horse shit. Yeah. But then the the reason why I'm bringing this up, there was one year in particular. You knew EA gave a shit because they're trying something new. They hit you with the rewind, and you could time travel one play back. Do you remember that? No, I don't remember So that. it was the cover. So this is why I thought it was hilarious. It's the cover. Brett Favre's on the cover. And I, I don't know why fans got annoyed by this. And there was a huge uproar. But it was when Brett Favre got traded. Or not traded, but he left the Packers to go to the Jets. He came out of retirement. Yeah. And so he, on the cover, he's on the yeah. Jets. Yeah. And then there was an uproar from fans. He's not even on the Jets or whatever. In the game, he's on the Vikings. So, yeah, something like that. So then they made an update where the cover actually changes. Yeah. But I remember when you buy it, yeah. he's wearing a Packers jersey on the out the actual cover of the game. Yes. I had that, right? So this, I, I could be wrong, but I, I think they only did this feature for one year. Okay. Probably got a lot of backlash. So Rewind. When you're playing play now, for example, you do your settings, you know, outside the weather or whatever, and then it asks. There's a word that says rewind, and the the least you could do is I think one. Uh, the default is three. You could do five. Three plays. Yes. So Jesus. So the the default was three. Is that giving a shit or just throwing? Hold on, hold on. Hold on. This is this where it gets hilarious. So it, you could do like five, seven. I don't remember the highest. I want to say the highest could have been seven, maybe ten. 
or maybe unlimited. I don't know. But I remember when we, I'm playing with my brother, and we saw that, and we're like, what? So when a play happens, you see at the top of the screen, it says rewind. And then the, the, for, us, for us playing on PlayStation, there was a square button. Yes. So we hit, you hit the square button. <laughs> so you get to redo the play. The coolest part about this, when you hit the rewind button, it literally made everyone go back in time, and it went backwards. The whole play. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the whole so play. Tenet. Tenet. Like, like uh, for example, I throw a Hail Mary. Yeah, exactly like Tenet. I throw a Hail Mary 50 yards. All of a sudden, my brother, user, picks it. And then I see my brother just go, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And, and I just go, sorry, square. <laughs> Dude. Bro, okay. it was sick. Obviously, it was annoying, though, because if you don't use them, you save them to the end of the game. And you fuck around. You're basically trolling your opponent. Yes. Now, I never played online with it, but that was the one year they did it. But then shortly after that, maybe the next year, the year after that, everything stayed the same. And Uh I remember a couple years ago, someone had pointed out, when you look at the stands, it was like Madden 20. You look at the stands, and the the arena has the fake banners and whatnot, and it had uh, Madden 18 logos. Really? For Madden 20. Not only is it not the last year's video game, we're talking two years prior. Yeah. And as soon as that pointed out, next thing you know, like I start looking at videos about people talking shit about Madden because I like I want to know more. And yeah, it's it's essentially a game where the create EA is just copying and pasting everything. The only thing that's changing is the updated rosters. Which, if you actually gave a shit, you could play the same Madden, update the rosters yourself. If you have a Wi-Fi connection, pretty much. Okay, yeah. So that's what I—that's kind of what I was talking about when I said it's the same fucking it's game. The same it's fucking just the same game. game every single time, and that's why I never really got into it because, like, I love football. Like, football is my shit. But if you ask me, like, if I'm gonna play a video game, I'm not gonna play a football video game. It's because it's all the same. It's it the is, same every fucking year. I've always asked this before. I don't know why they never jumped on the boat. But if you play any baseball game now, uh, fucking MLB The Show or NBA 2K. They have certain features where I think it incorporates every age group. Like yeah. you, could, you could play as all all NBA teams. Yeah. So you could pick you could pick for you Lakers from 2010. Yeah. W- when they won it. Yeah. Or I wish Madden had that. Wouldn't you want to play with a Chargers team that had LT again? Yes, but so Madden does LT Drew Brees. So Madden does do stuff like that, but I think it's more an. an you, if you're gonna talk about Madden Ultimate Team, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. That's Mad- a scam. See, okay, that's so, a scam. Okay, so I got addicted to Ultimate Team for did like you? three weeks. Okay, I did three weeks for like not, th- not that bad. No, but it was hard. It was a hardcore. <laughs> like yeah. I spent like two hundred and fifty dollars on packs. See? and hey, like one of the was, reasons why it's a scam. You spent money on. Oh, it. I spent you bought money. the game, spent, which at the time what. Last time you played? 65 bucks. 65 probably. bucks. Hey, guess what? Should have stayed at that. Yeah, no, it didn't. So you spent an extra 250 Okay, pr- r- roughly around 250 yes. yes. But, like, I didn't need to. Like, there are Obviously, avenues. Yes. There are avenues, but they make it extremely hard for you to yeah. be able to compete in yeah. that an ultimate team if you don't have yeah. a bunch of 99s or at least a couple <laughs> sprinkled in there on your team. Yeah. Um, And you want, and they just did such a good job. EA did such a good job at making you feel like you needed it. You know what makes <laughs> yeah. you feel like you needed that to go and hey, just run through your apparently opponent. Apparently, they did it 250 times better for you. <laughs> yeah, two, yeah, 250X right there. <laughs> um, but for me, it was more so you just get drawn in by like, 
you know, I want to have the best team. I want to have Obviously. the players that I yeah. want. And they market you want to have fun. Really, you know if you have the best team, you're going to have some fun. And they market it really well. What they don't tell you is if you're just shit at Madden, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you have a bunch of 99s, brother. If you're shit at Madden, you're just shit at Madden. I learned that uh, after post $250 <laughs> purchases. Um, that, hey, you so know. you know what the funny part is? It took $250. So after like 240 you're just like, hey, the train keeps chugging. Even so, though, even after that, you still want to do it though you know what i'm Obviously. saying because you still want to build that so build like, of a team and i want to ask know. you this after you spent the 250 you clearly took a step back and be like, i'm done pay, pay, like paying for this like this yeah but you continue to play though oh haven't touched the madden since so okay so when you stopped paying yeah in your head you were like i'm not gonna play i can't play this game you can't play the game can't play this game okay now do you think the money was a factor into you not playing anymore you know what i mean do you, do you think you felt so wronged you like I don't want to give it. I don't want to give it the time of day. No, I no. But I felt like the only wrinkle of that game that made it fun, yeah. was the one that costs money. Yeah, and so it's like there's just no point of me playing it. But like for example, like um, I know uh, friends of the show and friends of us. Yeah, um, they're all in a Madden fantasy league yeah. where all yeah. 32 teams draft all of their players. Something about that. It's kind enticing. of excites me, right? You know what I'm saying? Because you're and, controlling your debt. You're controlling your destiny. And our friends point. have asked me multiple times, like, "Hey, do you want to get in on this?" And every year I tell them no. You know, and then you know why, they right? Do it two or three times a year, I think they have a draft at least two times a year. Yeah. So they do two or three times a year because they yeah. do full seasons, and it's all d- like division. You play your division, but it's exactly how you would it's like run. real life shit. And yeah. it seems, you know, it's um, it's one of those things where I'm like, do I want to do this? And the answer is yes. The well, answer so, is yeah, yes. But you've always been public about how bad you are, like just yes. at the video game oh, in general. I'm not, well, not video games in general. No, I'm saying oh, the, the video. V- games. Oh yes, yes. Madden. Yes, yeah. I, I'm you, not. You've always been a bigger gamer, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, like if you take the both of us, you're a bigger gamer. Yeah, you're yeah, better yeah. at video games overall. Yeah, yeah. But when yeah. it came to Madden, I'm dogging your shit every time. Probably yes. Yeah. Now. Do I feel, and this is where it gets iffy, I feel like I could get good at the video game had I put more than Obviously. three weeks into it. If yeah. I sat down and actually played it, I feel like I could, I'd be pretty good. Learning playbooks. Wait, was that the first time you bought the game then? If no. you're saying that three weeks? No. Uh, it may be the third or fourth time I'd ever owned an actual yeah. Madden. I remember buying the Bro, one. I think I got over 12. Yeah, see, I've, I've I maybe had stuck three in that or, loop. I've maybe had three or four. Yeah. And a lot of those were because it didn't feel like a game. It never felt like a game where I wanted to be good at. It was a party game. Yeah. You invite your friends okay. over, you yeah, smack their sense. ass in Madden, you sense. have some yeah, yeah. fun, yeah. that's it. End yeah. of story, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was never really, I'm going to buy this. Yeah. Like, I know I have a friend, actually, shout out to my barber. This dude buys it, and he like his, his sole objective... Mm-hmm. is to take souls online. That's what he buys it for so that yeah. he can pull up online, yeah. ruin some kid's night, yeah. and let him know about it. I don't. I never had that objective with that game. Yeah. Although, I could see myself getting there had I put time and energy into it. Yeah. Um, hey, you, there's still time. The game's the same. Oh, yeah, it's going to keep <laughs> going. It's going to keep going. I know I'm not missing much. But, uh, yeah, in terms of you know Madden and stuff like that, yeah, I never really put too much effort into I got to ask you, though, because uh, when it comes to like paying for in-game stuff like that, yeah, is that the most you paid for a video game? Oh, handedly. Really? Handedly. Because I know you were like a huge you, – like you're huge like – you're huge in the other video games, so I was just yeah. curious. Obviously, you spent money on other video games before, but oh, yeah. nothing has ever topped the well, two fifty. Okay, so 
I buy Madden. Yeah. In a three-week span, I'm, I've spent 250 Maybe thinking back on it, maybe $300. Do you still have that Madden? I think I do. I mean, I at some I point, st- you got to keep that. Yeah, it's like that's a $300 game right there. Like I, I got to keep it, right? Um, so, for example, Warzone has been out since early 2020. Yeah. So it's it'll be it'll hit its two-year mark. I have probably spent that amount, probably less, probably around $200, maybe a little but bit more. But spread out more. Through two years. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to... Three the three three hundred and three weeks, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Buying fucking packs and stuff like that. Um, so I think there's a, you know what I'm saying? It's not that I haven't spent money on video games, no, extra, yeah, microtransactions, yeah. and that's the thing about these video games nowadays is a lot of them uh, are pay to play, and Madden yeah. being the the equivalent. A lot of people too for. Um, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with a game called Apex Legends. Yes. Um, great game. I think it's great. But they have certain things. It's not necessarily pay to play because you you don't you don't purchase things that make you a better person, right? That make mm-hmm. you a better shooter at yeah, the yeah, game. Yeah. But it's equivalent to like Fortnite. Yeah. Like you can buy these skins. Yeah. And you can buy these packs with these pickaxes and they make them seem so cool. And you just need, mom, I just need 1400 V bucks, please. <laughs> you know, it's only $15, you know? And um, there are people out there that have entire collections of all of the skins that Fortnite has ever dropped. Yeah. It's probably over, well over $1,500 to $2,000. Um, but that's in a four-year span, though, too, yeah. right? If you love something that much, I think it's appropriate to spend money on it because it continues to serve. Like, I've played Warzone for the past two years. I've given that shit up. I'm not playing that shit game anymore. Fuck that game. <laughs> okay. It's a fucking okay. travesty. But but that in, was probably the most played game you've played. In a long time, yeah. at least. Um, and do I, I, I don't regret a single dime that I've spent on microtransactions for that game because it brought me so much joy. And I ha- I got more than I paid for yeah. out of that in the two years, um, even with all the microtransactions and everything. I got more at, you know use out of that mm-hmm. than, than anything. It comes down to usage factor, right? Yeah, yeah. But Madden, uh, it's where it kind of differs is there is a skill gap when you look at when you look at how you have the, the pay-to-play aspect, you pay, and even a bad Madden player such as myself mm-hmm. will go in and I will be able to feel the achievement of ranking up, beating yeah, yeah. opponents. If I shill out $250 and I get myself a couple 99s, I'm feeling pretty good. And I'm going to be able to beat little Timmy, who's only got 199 and he's yeah. played. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm yeah. going to be able to fucking beat him. That's a skill gap based on money that makes a video game not as fun. Yeah. As opposed to Call of Duty, Fortnite, Apex. These things don't they don't necessarily play into your skill gap. And that's yeah. where a company like EA and Madden, they fucking get you. Yeah. That's where they fucking get you. Yeah. So yeah, no, that is uh, by far in the shortest amount of time the most money that I've spent on a video game. Uh, I would say next up would probably be Call of Duty Warzone, which uh, through 2 years I've probably I've probably spent that amount of money. So obviously, I told you like I have like at least twelve Maddens had, because after a certain point, I'm not gonna keep them lying around. So I think what I did is maybe I donated them or s- sold them for cents on the dollar, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, GameStop. Shop but GameStop. Uh, yeah, so uh, I think as of now, I only have one or two copies of Madden in this house. But I think it'd be fun if we ever have you know a podcast where we're being filmed or whatever. Um, I want to go because I know it's easy to get. I want to get that Brett Favre Madden. Yeah. So just for the sake of, you know, 
Updated rosters don't mean a thing. We'll pick our teams. You do your research what year that, you know what I mean? I think it'd be hilarious for someone that, I'll be honest, in the past year and a half, two years, I haven't played Madden at all. I yeah. just actually popped it in, the one with Mahomes on the cover, like two days ago. Is that That's not the most recent one, is it? No, the most recent one is what, Lamar Jackson? Lamar and Mahomes, I think we're both on it. That's the newest one. Yeah, yeah, no. Mahomes is, I think, I want to say that's when he went to the Super Bowl, so two, two years ago. I have the Madden from two years ago. Shocker, he's having a less than stellar season <laughs> yeah. as well. Anyway, so I'm playing it, right? And, you know, it was fun, but it just did, it hit the same. Up, updated rosters or whatnot. Yeah. So, like, go, coming from a person who, like, loved playing Madden versus someone that kind of gave it up after three weeks, yeah. I think it'd be hilarious if I bought that Brett Favre one and we just give a certain amount of rewinds and when you and me just play, just fuck around. Yeah, no, I'm down just to fuck play. fuck around. I'm and and the reason why I say the rewind thing, because, you know, if you're down on your luck and you're having a bad play, hey, bro. Time travel. Hit that rewind. Tenant. Hit that rewind. I'm going to the bathroom real quick. Tenant. All right. Let me... Uh, don't pause it. Don't pause it. Don't pause it? Keep just keep, all right. I'll keep it running. Just keep it running. All right. Keep it running. So, now that he's not here, I can finally talk to you guys about a little something. Oh, oh, okay. I wanted to... Right, he just walked in there, so... We'll get, stretching because the seating arrangement. Hey, hey, it's fine. So. It's, it's fine. So don't worry. We'll, okay, um, we'll have plenty of time to talk about the Pentagon later. So the what? What? The what'd you say? No. Uh, okay. Um, circling back. You look like you want to say something. They clearly heard me say Pentagon. So but the what? The, the Pentagon. Oh, the Pentagon. Yeah. Okay. A, no. Go on though. Different story for a different day. <laughs> go on. Um. Okay. So you know, and and. The one cool thing about Madden, though, too, is circling back, is that it captures the game of football as best as a video game can, right? Yeah, Throughout the yeah. years. Um, and on that note, speaking of football, it is coming up to the end of the season. And listen, your 49ers are right in the fucking race. They're right in the race. As far as I know, as far as I've, I've kept track of the 49ers are right in the race, they need to come in hot against the Rams this weekend in what, two days? Um, yeah, on just, Sunday. Yeah, I just found out today. Now, now, listen, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna get into. <laughs> oh, you yeah. found out, Hold on, you found out what today? <laughs> Nothing. I I thought you were gonna talk about the game, so I found out today. Like seven players in the secondary or have COVID. Oh, for your starters, I haven't looked at the COVID list or anything yeah. like that. Like newly, newly so coming in the out protocols. today. Coming out today. Yeah. Brand. Well, the cool thing about that is the CDC has adjusted. <laughs> yeah. Which is cool. The league is also adjusting. I don't know. I think if they're just brand new into COVID, it, they're probably not playing. Well, I mean, also with protocols, the health and protocols, does that mean they have it or they're just being tested? No. So it, it, when they say they're entering the health and safety protocols, yeah. it means they were either close contact or they have it. But that also does not specify or, vaccinated or. and or unvaccinated. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. When they put somebody on, obviously that information will come out. But um, and I haven't looked up the new the the new CDC guidelines say they brought it down from ten day quarantine to five. to five if you've had it and you test negative. Now the way the NFL works is if you're close contact, you just have to quarantine and turn in two negative tests within a twenty four hour period, okay, forty eight hour period, I yeah, believe, yeah. and you're good to go. Yeah. So granted, if that happened today early today yeah and those players turn in 
a couple negatives within the next day and a half, they probably have a chance. They will be eligible to play and suit up on nice. Sunday. Now I don't know exactly. Um, now it's in terms of, and that's vaccinated players though. Though if you're unvaccinated, mm-hmm. there's a whole different set of protocol gotcha. for being close contact and for being infected. Okay. Um, but. Listen, I'm not here to, to to belt out CDC guidelines, okay? <laughs> yeah. That's not what I'm here for. Uh, it is the thick of the season, right? Um, my Chargers are right in the race at 9-7. and seven. We dropped one of the Texans two weeks ago. Unfortunate. Um, but we did lock it in against a divisional opponent last week. Now, if you told me this weekend... Wait for this segue. If you told me this weekend that it's time to bet on the Chargers... I'm not betting on him. I'm not betting on him because your boy has a. a this is awkward. A, your boy. This is awkward. I'm not. No, I'm not betting on him. I'm not betting on him because there's better value out there right now okay. in terms of where you want to put your sports bets. Now, okay. I'm bringing this up because me and you recently, not me and you recently, I've kind of always been into sports betting. Yeah, yeah. I've always dropped the. You know what I'm saying? Especially, I, I, I love betting MMA, even though I have never hit on MMA. I love writing out a card and just one it only takes one it only takes one broken bone one punch one submission and your whole parlay or your single bet is fucked yeah okay um but recently um on all of our friends sports bet as well i feel like over the past two to three years as sports betting has taken a more mainstream look it's become so much more fun to do. Yeah. Um, it, and, and gambling is always a fun thing. I like gambling. I just <laughs> like gambling. But I'm also, I like gambling because I'm also not addicted to it, right? I know what means to play. I know to play money that I only have to lose. Yeah, yeah. And so I think that's one of the reasons why I like gambling is because yeah. I'm not a degenerate dude that's sitting at a slot machine <laughs> at 3 a.m. in Vegas smoking cigarettes. I'm sure those guys had the same conversation to themselves. Oh, in yeah. The beginning. I'm sure they tell themselves that, yeah. right? Um, but recently, you know, we've um, we have gotten even further into sports betting and stuff like that. And um, you know, shout out to any sports betting sites if you guys want to contact either one of us about potentially sponsoring the show. That'd be incredible. We would love to use your platform. Maybe throw out a couple codes. So plug that in the comments of whatever the fuck you are hearing this on. And show me the money. Will, um, yeah, show me. Well, what? <laughs> let's get a partnership first, okay? Um, but let's talk about um, you. What's your betting history look like in terms of like first sports? What did you start betting on? And like, what do you like to like? Did you first start betting on UFC? Did you ever bet on basketball before? And when did you start to kind of like get more into it? I know you're not like all the way into it. You know what I'm saying? But like, like I'm watching lines, brother. I, I when I wake up in the morning, yeah, I'm, I'm so, putting my computer on. I'm looking for line movement. Yeah, see, That's, I'm at that point right now where I'm looking for line movement. I'm evaluating spreads. I'm looking for money line movement. I'm looking to see because I take a philosophy whether it's ten dollars or fifty dollars. I'm playing with my money. Yeah, and I want to know where I'm putting my money. So I'm at that point right now. I don't know if you are or not. I don't think we've ever talked about it, but. Start out, what did you ever bet on first, and like, how deep are you kind of like Well, I mean, first of all, I'm not even that deep into it as far as following lines and stuff. I'm still confused <laughs> about the way shit looks on any betting website, okay. which is why my I'm inclined to always just do pick them. So I'm picking the winner, fight, Money game. Line. Yeah, you straight. Run, you're running money line. That's it, straight. That's, and I love, better, I love it. I love so, it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And uh, I'm a huge sucker for parlays. 
Because especially, you know, you start going some underdogs, there's some big money to be had there. But, yeah, as far as my betting goes, right now I'm doing just parlays and a lot of prop bets. A lot of props. Um, But, no, to answer your question, my first one ever was a a parlay for the fights. UFC. And first try doing it, hit it. And I was like, this feels good. A couple weeks ago. This is, we're going on a month ago? That's when I really started. I made an account and made it. Yeah, it was like about a month ago. Yeah. Been doing it every... I'm not gonna lie. It's starting to be an everyday thing. Yeah, I had my biggest loss on Monday. Okay. So uh, Tuesday. Was that Tuesday. when you bet on Steph Curry? Um, th- th- that one I missed, but no, it wasn't part of that night. It was like the following night. I had three prop bets, two parlays, and bets made at work. And for the first time oh, ever. Okay, so you have advanced to bets made at work. <laughs> yeah, so, I, yeah, and to, okay, to make it work, hold on, I have to say this, I have to say this, because it's part of the healing process. For the, <laughs> okay. I'm used to like, you know, because I do, so there's so much volume in my props and my parlays, Yes. I'm bound to hit somewhere. The reason why I want to highlight this day, this night in particular. Because he hit nowhere. I hit, I hit absolutely nothing, <laughs> and I miss on every front, so in... In total, mm-hmm. when it came to the coworker, in total, I owed him fifty. And in total, of all my bets made by myself, by my own, me, myself, and I, mm-hmm. it was about fifty as well. So in total, I lost a hundred dollars in one night. Okay. That was my biggest L to the net day. loss. Net yes. loss. Net loss. One hundred dollars. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I am not at that point where I'm betting in volume. Uh, yeah. and I'm, I'm, I'm not at that point. I would say I'm taking a more statistic, uh, yes, a more strategic yeah. approach to this than you. Hey, no, no, no there, slight there, to you. No, there's some strategy here, but no, you've always been a more of a numbers guy. So yes, yeah, yeah, I yes. get that. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm always diving in. You've been more of a dumbass. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but hey, seriously, man, I'm still seeing a profit. So. <laughs> yeah, okay. I hope hey, so. Hey, 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 it's all part of the plan. It's all part of the plan. Yeah. Okay. I bet. Um, well, well, uh, so, okay. So going back to, back to what I was talking about, I'm not at that point where I'm making, you yeah. know, side bets and everything. I think you're getting a little overzealous. If I you think would. so? Yeah. Cause I made three more with the same coworker today. Did you? Three okay. more. Three more with the same coworker. Would you want to hear them? Yes. Yeah, same one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What are those bets? So the first one, I, it was a previous bet made yesterday. I bet that Jordan Poole would not get 30 points. He didn't even come close. He was giving me $10. And he paid me today. I gave the money back. I said, hey, let's do double or nothing. Raptors jazz game tonight. I said, you take the jazz. First of all, he was taken back by that because I'm telling him who to take. He was like, jazz? Jazz have a better record than the Raptors. Okay. And yeah, he agreed. He said, he doesn't listen to this podcast, so I can say it right now. He has no idea. The starting five for the jazz, all out tonight. So I just made, I just turned my 10 into a 20. Boom, just like that. Fleece him. S- second bet. Clay Thompson is rumored to return Sunday. Mm-hmm. If he does, I'm betting that he gets 10 points or less. Okay. Wow. Okay. He thinks he's getting way more than that. He, this, this guy said he'll probably get 20. I'm like, 20? Yeah. Uh, hey, sorry. Yeah. He's going to be on a minutes restriction. This dumbass knows yeah. minutes restriction. Yeah. Coming off two serious injuries. Yeah. The fact that he hasn't played in over two years since the finals against the Raptors was his last playing time. Yeah, but just knowing Clay, though, in my yeah. opinion, I'm taking the over on 10. Yeah, well, I'm yeah, taking the over. That's fine. I, I, I think at the very minimum it's a 12-point game. 
12 hey, or 13 points. Hey, I even told him if he gets to, if he hits four threes, 12 points. I just lost. I just lost yeah. uh, money there. But guess what? I'll be excited as a Warrior fan yeah. seeing Clay get yeah, that. Yeah. And yeah, you know, part of me will be like, whatever. But guess what? I'll make all that money back Sunday night. It's funny you bring up the Chargers, but I'm dropping 40 on them. You're dropping 40 on the Chargers. Yes. So last time I checked, they were uh, at the spread on the sports book that I use. Yeah. Um, the spread was, I, I think, three or three and a half. And um, they're giving the Chargers the laying, they're laying points mm-hmm. on the Chargers. Okay. Um, are they playing in Vegas? They See, are playing in Vegas. I didn't even know they that are part. playing in right. Vegas. Doesn't matter though. Chargers are a really good road team. Uh, but you're not going to bet on them. I I am not like you because said. if I I am uh, listen, it's a win and in situation for the Chargers. If oh, I, oh, so if they win, they're going to the playoffs. Yes, but if, if they lose, there's no other games that could decide. That's it. Outskis, outskis. Now, how about the Raiders? The Raiders. If the Raiders lose, yeah, yeah. the Steelers lose and the Colts lose, then they, the Raiders they, would take a seed. Okay. And the if the Raiders win, do they need a, now, other people to this lose? This is more of a technicality because both the Raiders and the Chargers are nine and seven, and we have beat them already. So if they okay. beat us, yeah, then that means you know that we would be one and one, which would suck. But we also did not, and I haven't looked at their total schedule. But recently, the only other team that is in the playoff picture right now at nine and seven as well is the Colts, and the Raiders beat the Colts. We did not because we did not have an opportunity to play them. So if the Raiders win, they're in. If or the can Raiders the other teams... win, it's win and in for both teams. For both. Oh, that's but that's it's prime time stuff right there. It is absolute prime time. <laughs> and as a Chargers fan yeah. this year, with something on the line to going into the playoffs, if I add money into that equation, I will seriously jinx them. No, potentially, but I will also kill myself. <laughs> win or lose, win or lose, I will. At the end of that game, I would die. I would. My heart would stop. You know, you could do though. You could make stress. a. You know, maybe you make a decent sized bet. Maybe you get your two hundred fifty dollars back from Madden. Yeah, maybe <laughs> that money's gone. Um, but with that being said, I can't handle that stress. You, I think you're staying lot, away from. There's it. a lot of other. There's a lot of other value on the uh, on on the entire slate. It's yeah. a, it's a full slate. We have two games tomorrow, Saturday. Yeah. At time yeah. of recording, this is Friday. Um, at, at, tomorrow we have two games. Um, we Who's have playing tomorrow? Chiefs and the Broncos are on the early, and then we have a good one, a good one, the Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys. Woo! So. Um, the Eagles have already clinched a playoff spot. Yeah. but And the Cowboys too, right? The Cowboys have too. The, the Cowboys, I believe they've clinched their division. They they clinched because of a Niners loss that happened two weeks ago. Yes. Yeah. So with that being said, though, both teams, I think more so on the Cowboys side, have something to fight for. They have something to fight for okay. in terms of seeding. Uh, seeding. Okay. Now, Eagles, we don't know if they care because they can go down in seeding. I think they're in six right now. They can go down in seeding if they lose, but they've already clinched a playoff spot. So who knows whether or not they're going to care? Yeah, that has to be a weird, a weird feeling. Like you know you're going to the playoffs, Mm -hmm. but like you're still like obviously they're gonna start hurts, they're gonna start everyone else, but it's like What's where's the motivation? For all intents and purposes, though, too, you mm. would want to get a better seed so that you're not having to play the Packers. True, excuse true. me, so that you're not having to play a harder team. Tampa Bay, yeah, or 
I mean, Arizona is a team I would definitely probably want to draw right now. They've been iffy down the stretch, but Kyler Murray's always a, always a threat. But we're looking at the Cowboys, the Buccaneers, the Packers, and the Arizona Cardinals, potentially the Rams as well, as those top-seeded teams in the NFC. Yeah. So um, if I'm the Eagles, I'm trying to draw as good of a matchup as I can, right? Why wouldn't you want to play for that? With that said, and we got some line movement today, I think the line right now on the spread is... Eagles are getting five and a half or five at home. I'm going to take a look at that in a second. I got them on Monday plus seven. They just need to stay within a touchdown. And I got them. So I got them on my parlay. I have them at plus seven. You made it this past Monday. Yes. Gotcha. So as soon as the line started to come out, I saw some that I thought, you know, because that's where I'm at right now. I'm at, this is the first time I've ever bet early. Usually I bet Friday night, Saturday morning is yeah. when I like to get, because then you get more finalized lines. We get injury reports, COVID stuff. You know what I'm saying? But we you get, saw that seven, and you, and you probably thought, I yourself, saw that this seven. Will change. It's in Philly. There yeah. are playoff implications. I believe that Philadelphia, want, but Philadelphia is also going to be without Dallas Goddard. They're going to be without a couple linemen. There are some, it's not a shoe in. Yeah. But getting them at plus seven with the way the Cowboys have, have, have been fumbling the bag lately. <laughs> yeah. I like those odds. I, I like those odds a lot. Um, so I took them plus seven. I took the Colts minus 16. Now that is a fucking one that I'm going to be sweating out, even though I do know, I feel like the Colts are going to absolutely roll the Jaguars. So the Colts have to win by 16 Yeah, for me to cover that. Yeah. Um, I took the Niners. I took the Niners plus four and a half against the Rams. Listen, McVay, and Shanahanigans, okay, whatever it is that they have between them, I don't know if, I don't know if, I don't know if Shanahan fucked, you know, someone close to Sean McVay and McVay just doesn't have the balls to pull off. Shanahan owns McVay in he, more ways. He gives off the cucked vibes. Yes. Yeah. Shanahan owns McVay. Yeah. Now, in my opinion, I, I saw the line. I saw the line at four and a half, and I was like, you know what? I really think. Which means they're going to win by less than four. I yes. So yeah. four and a half. If they lose by five or more, then I don't. Co- that that's not a cover. If, if the they Niners stay, lose, if the night the Niners can lose, mm-hmm. they just have to keep it within four and a half points. Okay. I like that. I think it's going to end up being a low-scoring game. Matt Stafford has thrown a pick six in like the last three or four games. <laughs> um, uh, it's looking pretty good, right? Yeah. It's looking pretty good. Um, so when 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 we get into when we get into this, I just want to circle back to the Philly game real quick. Yeah. Because I wanted to look at this. So right now Philly is slotted in into the seven seed, but they have a playoff. Um, they have a. They have a spot. Because there's there's three seeds that are kind of up for grabs right now. I believe. Um, let's see what this Z stands for. I can never clinch. Okay, so the Cowboys did clinch the division, so there's no way that the the that the Eagles are end up being higher right. um, than 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 the Cowboys. However, Philly has clinched a spot because they're sitting at nine and seven right now. Okay, um, and now sitting at nine and seven, there is the San Francisco 49ers who basically have to win, but if New Orleans wins. No, I thought it was if the Niners lose, they can still make it if the Falcons beat the Saints. Exactly. So if New Orleans wins, yeah. 
the Niners. They they would Sorry. take they would slot in into I believe that nine or that set or the the seven or six spot. You're talking Either, about the Eagles. The, well, the Eagles are already in, so oh, the okay. lowest Sorry. they can yeah, get yeah. is gotcha. at a seven seed. It's gotcha. basically up to the Falcons and and the Saints, and then the um the Forty ers and the Rams to determine the the end of that seed. You right? think the Falcons actually have a chance? Now listen, this is where it gets interesting. Okay. If the Rams lose, yeah, and Dallas wins, mm-hmm. I don't know the implications, but Dallas is five and zero in division, nine and two in the conference. The Rams are three and two in their division, and they are eight and three in the conference. If Dallas wins, there is a chance, and I'm not sure mathematically correct, but that they move up to as high as the two seed. Okay. Now we're talking about if Dallas wins that. Philadelphia is going to lose and say the 49ers win or say the 49ers say what happens comes to fruition. The Saints lose mm-hmm. and the 49ers lose as well. Okay. Excuse me. The Saints win. 49ers lose. Okay. There would be a chance that if Dallas wins that game against Philly mm-hmm. and New Orleans wins, that New Orleans would slot in potentially. And again, this is all speculation, but they would slot in as the seven seed which Dallas would then have to play, which I think that's a fucking roll for Dallas. <laughs> New Orleans and Dallas? That's a roll for Dallas. Damn. Okay. Now, Philly, if they win, they could potentially be moving up to that sixth seed where they might have to play a Arizona or a Tampa Bay, depending on where things kind of see. So there's a lot of implications coming out in this in this this slate. And I thought I picked the games that have implications yeah. and I'm excited about that because I got the Atlanta Falcons. You do have them. I took them at plus four and a half, I believe. Okay. So I need them to stay within the range. But New Orleans defense is good. Yeah, they okay, are New good. Orleans yeah. defense is good. So my four picks of the week, I'm gonna go over them right now. And for anybody that's listening, I don't know if we're gonna get this out before uh the weekend. Probably not. Who knows? Who knows? I, I hope we can. Um, but you know, if you do happen to be listening to this before that slate kicks off, feel free to tail, feel free to tail a couple of these bets because I like the way that they're coming out. I'm confident in them. Um, and I'm going to tell you them right now, if I can pull it up, are you going to be betting on, um, on this, uh, this slate outside of the chargers? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Do you have any games that you're keeping your eye on? And also another thing too, because I, I I want everybody that's listening to this, I want them um, to understand we're by no means like any gurus or anything like that when it comes to sports betting. But I want to talk about your process a little bit because <laughs> you you want to understand what's going. I on. I do because uh, the other day we're sitting down and we're talking. You're talking lines and you're on your phone, and um, I'm listening to you speak and I'm thinking, why are you doing that? Why why are you what is going going on with you so i want to i want to dive in a little bit more into that because refresh my memory which one which one are you talking about what you thought to yourself like why refresh my memory what were i can't remember what were even talking about we were you were just like you know what i think i'm gonna take this i think i'm gonna take that (laughs) i think i'm gonna put this in a parlay and i'm just thinking to myself like where are we at here? Like, what are we talking about? I'll, t- right? I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you where I'm at right now. Okay, real quick. I do want to tell you my lines and then yeah, we'll go get ahead. into that. Go so my it. lines, shoot, this shoot. Is this week, I'm taking Atlanta plus four and a half. Okay. Okay. Um, I like that. I like that a lot. Falcons at home, I think they cover. I think they've done pretty good against the spread this year. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm taking them. Um, 
also, the, I, th- I think, yeah, no, they're eliminated, but I think they're just going to want to play spoiler. And I also think the New Orleans offense cannot move the fucking ball without Kamara, and they're just going to be able to stop that. Okay. Regardless, Atlanta is a horrendous team. Philly plus seven. Okay. I like those. Indianapolis Colts minus 16. Yeah. And then I took plus four and a half on the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. That's my little $20 bet of the weekend. Those okay. are the games that have a lot of meaning. $20, and what are your winnings if you, um, if you hit all I, that? I got it at like plus one, like plus 1,300 odds, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and the payout would be 260 Ooh. So nice. not bad. I don't really like seeing that, though, mm-hmm. because that means, in in my eyes, at least for my process, when I see a, a, a little go in and a lot potentially come out, that means I, I, I feel like I could have potentially made a bad bet that the market yeah. is determined is never going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, granted, the lines that I took are all dogs except for the Colts. Mm-hmm. So, um, which I like. I feel like... I'm going to take those spreads. There's a lot of very there's a lot of variables that are going into them, but I like the upside of the teams that I that I took and I think it's a $20 bet that if I lose, I'm going to be okay because I took I bet on the right sides. Yeah. I bet on the right sides. Yeah. Um but yeah, what's your uh, what's your process? What does it look like? Why is it the way that it is? And um how do you how do you find yourself? What made you, for example, what made you look at, at and being like Chargers? I'm gonna place a forty dollar bet on the Chargers. Uh, for so for football, you can just say Justin Herbert. I mean, that's perfectly <laughs> fine to say that. His face is popping up in my head right now. Herbie fully cocked and loaded. Uh, for football, I actually haven't done a lot of parlays for football. I think mainly because I've been hitting on props for football. So when it comes to parlays, I stick to UFC and NBA. But NFL, I think I want to get more into it. But going off the conversation that you're talking about, where you were just like, what is this guy thinking? I didn't want to come in with my train of thought, what I do with NBA. Even though NBA, because I, I watch all the games. NFL, I do not watch all the games. So I felt more confident with basketball to make these, these judgment calls, especially if I know who's out, who's hot. Like, for example, there's there's a couple games in the NBA tonight that I was kind of just want to stay away from, but, like, the Bulls are chasing a nine-game, uh, 10-game winning streak they haven't done in, like, six years. They're playing against a Wizards team, a struggling Wizards team. But, like, just the production those teams were doing the last three, four games, like, you could kind of see a pattern. Like, the Wizards are kind of heating up, so I was like, I'm going to stay away from that. But, like, I never thought like that with NFL, so... I made the $40 bet with the Chargers because I was looking at just, I was looking at Herbert and the numbers he was putting up the last few games. Nothing crazy compared to what he was doing midseason. Yeah. He's putting up ungodly numbers. But the deciding factor for me was I get to see Carr up close and personal every week and I don't like what I see every week. Yeah. Now, the fact that they're winning, they're even in the spot to like yes. win or go home. Hey, I'm I'm giving credit to them. Yeah. Them as a team. Absolutely. They lose their best their best receiver. Yeah. The next best receiver gone. And, you know, cars, you know, he's fighting through, you know, small injuries all year. You know, defense is shit. You know, coaching change. They've gone through a lot. But I don't think it'll be enough. I just don't think it'll be enough. Which is why I put so much money into it. Now, with that being said, I want to do a couple parlays, but I'm probably gonna stay away from the Charger Raider games parlays because you know, God forbid I lose. I don't want to lose twice. 
Yeah. So I'm going to keep it as is there. I did make a bet on a couple days ago. Like you said, you made one for Monday. I did one on Monday just because I thought the odds were not in their – why the odds were in my favor, but I was blown away by it. But the Bengals-Browns game. The Pittsburgh-Browns game. Steelers-Browns game. No, no, no. It was after they played. So it was the Bengals are playing the Browns this week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They have the Bengals as the underdog. No, they do not. They did on Monday. So I They absolutely do not. They did on Monday. I know it's probably changed, which is why I made the bet on Monday. What did you get it at? Uh I think it was like plus one twenty five or one thirty five or something like that. Which I was like I was like confused. I was like, why are they doing this? But then in my head I'm like, I haven't looked into it, but I know the Bengals clinched their division. Oh, I know so why. They're I gonna rest why. they're gonna rest players. Joe Joe Burrow's not playing. Yeah, they're gonna rest players. Yeah. Yeah. I I'll still take them. Yeah. Small five dollar bet. That's it. Because the Browns look horrendous. I don't care who's yeah, that the Browns are bad. You know what I mean? And That's Baker's also not playing in that oh, he's game not. either. Even no. better. Hey, he's, even he's better. Surgery. Who who am I afraid of? Case Keenum? Chill. Yeah, no. Chill. You know no, what I mean? Understandable. But no, I, I figured that was the reason why, but I wanted to take just in case those odds change. So I I made that bet on Monday. Small, yeah. small it's kind of similar to the Packers game uh this weekend, because they're they're obviously going to rest the Adams and who are the Rob. Packers playing? Um the let me double check. Yeah. But the odds for that are like uh are like the Packers I think they're minus the Packers are like minus three or something like that, and they're yeah. going up against just a bad team. Um let's see. The Packers They play the Lions. Play the Lions. They play the Lions. Which is actually a surprising line because if the Lions come out, I will take. Depending on, I, I don't think that the Lions are going to have good odds. I didn't really. I should have looked into it before the lines were completely set, but I will take the Lions. I'm going to take the. I will give me a Jared Goff, Amon Ross, St. Brown with DeAndre Swift led team Ooh. rather than fucking Jordan Love. Ooh. Jordan Love and who? Equinemius St. Brown? Like, no. <laughs> give me the hey, Lions. Please say that name three times fast. Equinemius St. Brown. Equinemius St. Brown. Equinemius St. Brown. Yeah, don't. Uh, if I could even spell that, let alone say it, I'd EQSB, I'd, I would baby. make it the name of the, the episode. EQSB, baby. <laughs> um. Uh, Which is actually kind of cool. Underline, uh, it's cool, cool uh, little wrinkle to this game. Amon Ross St. Brown, his brother, mm-hmm. is on the Lions. Equinemius St. Brown is on the Oh, Lions. okay. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Cool That's, little wrinkle there. Yeah, okay. Cool little wrinkle there. So, um, Are they both receivers? Both of them, yeah. Both of them receivers. Both of them, huh? the, all three of them. Um, and How often do you... There's Amon Ross St. Brown, yeah. Equinemius St. Brown, yeah. and then there is... There's a third. There's a third Antenacumpo, huh? There, <laughs> there's a third St. Brown. Yeah. Um, let me double check. I can't remember his name right now. Why is that name evading me? But With the exception of the obvious Manning brothers, how often do you get siblings in the NFL that play the same position? Yes, agreed. Um, okay, so there's, uh, there's Amon Ra. St. Brown, Osiris St. Brown, okay, and Equinemius St. Brown. Now, is Osiris in the NFL? Osiris is not in the NFL. Okay, he is a um, he is a wide receiver for Stanford. Woo, Stanford. Okay, did not okay. know that. Um, 
Equinemius. Where did where did EQSB go? He went to what, what a name. Yeah, EQSB baby. <laughs> he went to where'd he go? Yes. So Equinemius went to Notre Dame. Amon Ra went to USC, and now their brother Osiris. Yeah is playing Stanford. for Stanford. Yeah. I think he's supposed to enter the draft this year. If not okay. next year, right. maybe. Um, but no, you. I'm, I'm learning a lot right now, but what, especially the Lions-Packers game, that's enticing right there. That's what I'm saying. That's I don't enticing. know. Let me check the line right now because if I'm thinking about it and the Lions, because Dan Campbell is a, a tough mutter kind of coach. <laughs> he's just going to come in there and bite your kneecap off. And if, if, if any indication of what he's coached and said about if there's any indication in that, it's that he fully anticipates to come out and end the year with a win. Yeah. And if that is the case, I am going to look and see if what the line is for the Lions. Yeah. Um, because, again, I, I would rather have the upside of a Jared Goff, DeAndre Swift, and, uh, and Amon Ross St. Brown. Okay. Than Jordan Love and Equinemius St. Brown, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see where the line is. Interesting, though. Interesting. I'm definitely gonna have to throw that in one of the parlays for sure. Where is it? NFL. What we got here? What you got here? What I you can't got find here? it. We cooking? We cooking? We cooking? Because they don't want you to. They don't want you to. They don't want me betting on it. Whoa, dude. They don't even have it here. They have to. Packers, Lions. Bro, it is not here. Why why are they trying to keep you down? They're trying to keep you down. I don't see it here unless it's going to update because today is only Friday. Maybe they'll have it tomorrow. Bro, it's not here on the website that we use. That's for sure. Uh... But yeah, I mean, if you really want, bro, look, we know you're the numbers guy, and I'll be honest. Green some... Bay minus three point five right now, so they're taking that? away only three and a half points. Well, I'm gonna look at the report and I'm gonna see, and that might be a smooth bet to make just to add it yeah. to. It, that would be a single though. That I'd probably just look to double up a little bit of money. Okay, because because you don't want it because you know you'd probably feel you'd probably feel pretty bad about yourself if you put that in a parlay and that was the one that missed. That or just the fact that I I am actually pretty comfortable with the parlay that I made. Right. And right. I, the, the that's what I'm saying. You're comfortable yeah. with what you already made. You're not going to throw that in. Exactly. The mix. I'm, well, yeah. Exactly. So yeah. I, if if I really am feeling yeah. feeling for it, but I found that like a little four leg, three to four leg parlay is like my sweet spot. I really like that because I don't overexert. I'm only again like uh, this this past weekend I um I I four or five x'd my money which is great because I'm playing on house money for all through the playoffs and yeah. through to the Super Bowl. Um, and then hopefully just kind of keeping that in the pot until, um, you know, I'll probably get some stuff in during, you know, the, after the all-star break for the NBA. We'll see where everything's sitting. Don't do what I did. Remember the Christmas Day games? Yeah. Six-game parlay. Oh, yeah. You went every single – that's that's hey, what I do. Missed on the last one. Yeah, that's what if I – I just – if I was smart like you. Yeah. Three, four, you know, if I want to yeah. do two, do yeah. the first three, you know, yeah. do the next three. No, I got greedy. Yeah. It was greed. Well, it's also – okay, so that's another thing about sports betting that kind of takes – that I've noticed for myself that, that can be difficult to kind of control. 
it heightens the experience of you watching it. Yeah. When you have something other than, you know, just just, fandom, just fandom on the line, it heightens it. (laughs) And I found myself getting into that hole kind of with UFC. Yeah. Um, I noticed it specifically with, um, the Israel Adesanya and I can't remember who he fought. Um, but it was the card with, uh, Whaley Rose one. Mm hmm. That card right there, I had the entire main card. I had a parlay on every fight. Yeah, yeah. And we got to the Whaley fight, and I was still in the plus. There was a more recent one. You were hitting. Yeah, that was... Um, that was a good night. And was, seeing you, yeah. and that was before I started betting, yeah. like seriously. Yeah. Seeing that, I was just like, oh man, this is infectious. And I lost on a bogus fucking You fight, did, dude. but up until that point, like, bogus. you I were was, smart about your picks. We were, so we up were, until that point, like, you were just hitting, hitting, hitting. Yeah. And, you know, you said it earlier, we UFC. We were five for five It takes the smallest point. thing. It takes the smallest thing, you we know? We were five fights in, five yeah. five for five. Yeah. Um, And I had three more because I was an eight-leg parlay. I went yeah. big. That's the you, biggest yeah, leg you went parlay. Because yeah. I, I, everything started on the early prelims, which I yeah, never yeah. overextend yeah. into those, but I found... You can find a lot of value on those. You can, you can yeah. Find a lot of really yes, good you value. can. Um, but I was five for five. I I had felt it. I was feeling it, bro. Even me, like yeah. seeing you, yeah. how you, you like your energy into it. Yeah, it's infectious. I, I'm getting into yeah, it, dude. I was feeling it, man. And when you get five <laughs> fights in on a parlay, that that's luck in itself. Hey, you feel untouchable. Yeah, dude, that's <laughs> luck in itself. And we ended up losing on just a garbage, absolutely garbage fight. I wish, like. With the Wei Lee and Rose Namajunas one fight, yeah, yeah, it sucked. But I was like, well, she lost. She just lost. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like she just fucking shit yeah, the yeah, bed. Yeah. Like she got yeah. knocked out. Wei Lee yeah. got knocked out. Um, and then with this fight though, you kind of felt like it could have went either way. It depends. But the fight the was worst. such a shitty fight in, in worst, general. Yeah. Yeah. And then for like, if it's a shitty fight and you come out on the other end with it, you're like, okay, let's just wipe the slate clean for a sec. Let's <laughs> yeah, get back yeah. to you know business. Yeah. But what had happened was, is that fight was just so shitty. Yeah. And my guy ended up losing. Yeah. And that made it even worse because I'm literally on the sixth fight. I have two more to go. Yeah. And I'm feeling untouchable. How many did you lose out of the eight? How many did you not hit? Oh, I would have lost either way. Uh, Either way, but I was just curious. I'm just curious. You know, didn't you only miss like one or two? Only two fights I missed. There you go. I I went. uh, I went six for eight. Six for eight. That's still Um, good. I took uh, Ty Tuivasa on that card. Um, Shuey boy came in. Yeah. um, With the knockout, I took. um, I took Oliveira. On that too, yeah. which was such a good bet too, because he was an underdog on that. He boosted the odds, and I just knew he was going to win that fight. I yeah. love Dustin, um, but Oliveira, it is his time right now, and he needed a legit title defense to really cement himself right now um, as one of the one of the 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 lightweights best. And yeah. even though we all know he is, I just really think from and from past fights too, seeing Dustin get choked out by Khabib. I don't know. Listen, that's Khabib. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. It's a little bit different. Um, but I knew I was like Oliver's gonna be a problem. Yeah. He's gonna be a problem. I took that. My heart t- 
told me I should have took Juliana Pena on that card as well. <laughs> my heart told me to put. I don't, don't want to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My heart did. That. My heart did. Yeah. But my mind was like, don't be an so, idiot. No, you, you. But the you, only two fights that I missed was the one that I lost on. I can't even remember the guy's names right now. And then I lost. I would have lost on the following fight, the Pena fight. So the Pena fight, you could say that you wanted to. You did it. Katie, she'll see like the crazy odds for stuff like that. She'll do single singles. Yeah. She did a single for that one. She won a lot of money. It's a just it's, from the single alone. It's a lot different in fighting though too, is because no matter what the market says yeah. about a fighter, you know, for as dominant as Amanda Nunes is, yeah. she was at like what plus one thousand or minus one thousand odds yeah. or something stupid yeah. like that. I want to um, say it was like they said it was like the second highest odds ever. Yes. But the fight yeah. game, because we're dealing with human beings yeah. that are trying to literally knock each excuse me knock each other out the fight game is so different because it only takes one (laughs) yeah right it 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 would be like basketball playing three full quarters Mm -hmm. and then the fourth quarter at any point in that 15 minute period the refs stop the stop the game or they blow the whistle and they say next shot wins boom it's fucking chaos yeah it could be eight minutes into the fourth quarter and if the refs blow that whistle and they're like, hey, last shot wins. Who has possession? I mean, who's who's down? Yeah, like, like like basketball, you could be up by twenty. If the team comes back and wins, you almost see it coming. It, yes. it may, you may you may that momentum you may shift. come off as surprise. And but, team sports are know. such a strategical. I think there's yeah. much more strategy that's built in. When you get fighters that make it to that third, fourth, and fifth round, a lot of the times it's instinct. Yeah, it's instinct and survival, and it only takes that one hit. Yeah. That one hit. And that's where the fight game is really fun to bet on. Because I think that even though, obviously, with Amanda Nunes, case in point, her being minus 1,000 um, a favorite to win that fight, Juliana Pena dogged her shit. Yeah. She yeah. beat her handedly. It was not a fluke either. Yeah. She beat her up, got her on the ground, and then made Amanda Nunes tap. It wasn't a fluky knockout, and that's what you can't account for. The market can't account for those types of things in MMA, which makes it so intriguing for you to bet those those lines. Yeah, um, it's fun. The fact that we haven't had a card in a couple weeks, like I'm itching. I'm for itching the next for one, one too, and that's coming up uh, at the I'm, end of this I'm, month. I'm gonna make two or three. And so. Ganu Gone yeah. is going to be coming up at the end of this month. I think oh. I'm gonna stick to maybe four to five, yeah. and I'm gonna stretch it throughout the entirety of the fight, oh, yeah. uh, or the entirety of the the whole entire night. Yeah, um, I'm gonna play a couple. Yeah. Early, maybe one early, maybe two um, prelims, and then maybe tackle two on the main card. Yeah. Because the reality is, is usually when I bet on UFC, I'm going, I want to bet on the main card because that's when I get antsy. <laughs> I'm fucking excited. I'm ready yeah. to see some people get fucked up. Yeah. And then I, knowing that I have money on all of them, I'm like, let's go. I yeah. have this. But I think playing it smart, going four or five leg there is the, um, is, oh, is I'll have I'll have two or three parlays going on throughout the night. See me, see yeah, you're pro, you're you're volume better right now. Yeah, you're volume better. I'm the way that I'm looking at it is, I am trying to continuously profit. So the other night, me and you, um, I'll circle back on my initial thought. But the other night, me and you, I have been kind somewhat doubling up. Uh, maybe it's a volume play. It's not really. But um, the other night when I sent you, uh, you know, some stuff and was like, "Hey, tail this if you want." Yeah. yeah. It was the um, it was the Browns under the mm-hmm. Browns Steelers under, which hit. Yeah. Uh, it was a great bet, and then the Browns to win, which did not hit. Yeah. I had those on a parlay, but my second parlay was 
um, Najee Harris to have over 18 and a half carries yeah. and Baker Mayfield to throw two touchdowns over 1.5. Yeah. Both of those hit. Mm-hmm. Now I placed $30 total in bets. Yeah. Now the, um, the parlay, the under and the Browns money line bet would have hit at about 64, $65, mm-hmm. which means regardless, I would have quadrupled my money because mm-hmm. the 60 plus or, you know, the, the, Two two 2.5x my money. Um, <laughs> Not quite true, but yeah. Yes, 2.5x my Well, I'm thinking about it. Was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, well, yeah, almost 2x. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2.5x. Um, but I placed a, another props parlay, yeah. uh, a props group uh, bet, and that was the Baker Mayfield and Najee Harris. Now, yeah. I felt really comfortable with those. Yeah. Um, you know, going in, I thought be- the Browns would get down and they would have to throw and Baker Mayfield would have to make some, you know, fucking you know, throw. Now it, got, it went down to the wire because that last touchdown that Baker threw. What I'm getting at here is I really, really liked doing that prop bet because not only did I come out and break even on the bets that I made that night, but I actually came out with $13 in profit. Yeah. So going back to my initial thought is right now my process is you have a main bet. It sounds like you have a backup plan. That's what it sounds like. Okay. Well, no, not no, n- not necessarily. My process right now is to be profitable by any dollar amount at the end of the day. I yeah. understand that I'm going to take losses, but if I can continue, like I said, I three x my money. Yeah, um, that's exactly yeah. what I'm doing with the volume. I mean, my logic is if I miss a couple, these ones will carry the weight of that, and I'll still make profit. That's what my thinking was. Usually. Yes. But with that mindset, you're still losing money. So it's almost like you're just trying to break even at that point. So it sounds like you're hedging bets because you don't want you don't want to put too much in and then lose too much and then not have anything else coming back. So you're kind of like hedging your bets. And I don't know your you know I don't know your transaction history Mm -hmm. or what you know I don't keep track of your bets for you or anything. I'm telling you my process is to play on house money. Yeah. To continue to play on house money, I've already put in for on the year. I'm probably only a net profit of maybe thirty or forty dollars, because. Okay. But this past weekend has netted me enough to where, and you know, Sunday and Monday have netted me to where now I'm in the now I'm in the green mm-hmm. after tracking bets and everything. I'm in the green, and listen, I have a lot more money to play with in lump sum. When you say I house s- money, you're talking about the money you win. Like you're not putting in your own money. Yes. Well, then, now yeah, I'm. Playing I have on not house put money. in my own money. Yes. I took that big loss. But I'm still in the profit because of how much I've been making. How much did you win on that parlay? The Which one? Fight parlay. Over two hundred dollars. And how much was the initial bet? Uh, no, it, it was almost two hundred dollars because it was like one eighty-five or one ninety-five. I only bet ten bucks. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. So big profit right there. Yes. And so that's the goal. So you already have house money to play with, yeah. right? You already got the house yeah. money to play with, and now you know. I went making, wild with it know. a couple of days ago. Yeah, okay? you yeah. live and you learn. See me, I have it. If yeah. if I'm not like I'm gonna play throughout the playoffs in the NFL, yeah, I'm gonna have fun with that. Uh, I'm gonna definitely get on some some props for the Super Bowl, which we should do a Super Bowl show before. I'm down with that. We're definitely yeah, gonna do that. a Super Bowl show. Get some prop bets in and stuff. Hmm. Um, but my goal is to continue playing on house money. Yeah. So I won roughly. A hundred and seventy dollars, um, uh, roughly a hundred and seventy bucks this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, after putting it was thirty dollars in it's bets, great. thirty dollars in bets, recouped one hundred and seventy of that. Yeah. feel great. My bet this weekend, I'm only spending twenty dollars. 
Only okay. I'm only spending twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah. And that's I still have 155 in the bank right now yeah. or on, on my account. Yeah. Only playing twenty dollars, and I'm not gonna spread that out too much. How much of your own money did you put into this account when you first started before you made it back? Thirty bucks. Thirty I bucks. Only, I only play small amounts because yeah, yeah. I only play what I know I can lose. Gotcha. And granted, most of the time, so. I've had throughout this past year, let's say 2021, I bet on some UFC cards. I bet on two or three of the NFL slates. Yeah. And um, I would say I I was I was in the negative before I got. So I'd sprinkle in if I could look back on you know a three or four month you know pros, their um, transaction history. I'd probably say I'm up there in probably maybe a hundred to a hundred and thirty dollars that I'd sprinkled in throughout this past year. Yeah. Now with that, I'm betting and looking at shit way differently now. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at lines differently. I'm playing a lot more, and I'm trying to play smarter. Yeah. Um, as to where before I was just you know kind of shoveling in thirty dollars, and I was playing smart. But now I'm looking at where I'm, my money is going to go on on what bets and stuff. So my goal is to build a bankroll. My goal is to continue building a bankroll that I can play on. And once I get to that point to where I'm comfortable, we're shelling out hundred dollar bets, two hundred dollar yep. bets, three, yep. four, five hundred dollar bets. Yeah. You know, that's the goal. But the goal is to get there. Yeah. While making smart moves. Yes. And playing on sportsbook money. My ultimate goal, it's funny you bring up those numbers, is to make a $500 bet Mm -hmm. and be okay with that in case I lose. However, I have it in my head, I have it capped at $500 because I feel anything higher than that, even though $500, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. But in my head, that's my cap because anything after $500, we're approaching degeneracy. See, I don't think the dollar amount attributes to degeneracy i think when we're talking about degeneracy yeah. i think we're talking about because the reality is I, I like i said i just you're gonna make the smart bet like you no exactly. matter the, 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 if your dollar amount degeneracy, is $1 or hundred dollars degeneracy is playing every weekend because you have to or because you just need to That's put true. money That's down true. on it so if you ask me if i built if you if you talk to me in three years and i built my bankroll to yeah. fifteen thousand dollars yeah I'm throwing a $1,000 bet down without hesitancy <laughs> okay, right, if right. I feel great about it. Yeah. Now, it's going to take me a lot of learning and getting to that yes. point to where I'm comfortable. Yeah. But if, if you're going to tell me I can throw a $1,000 bet down and it's a smart bet and my, re, you know, say 1000 to win five, mm-hmm. I'm taking that. Yeah, I'm okay. going to do that as long as I'm confident in my lines. Yeah. Now you got to keep the process going. You got to be smart. You got to play. You got to build yeah. up to that bankroll. But I have 15 grand to play with and <laughs> yeah. I'm going to play with it. I get it. But. Yeah. Again, that also goes in with the amount of money that you have. Like I have $155. The the child in me says, you have $150. If you're going to bet, be confident and bet that $150 because the recoup value could be insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, I had, if I put $150 down on, on, yeah. on, those, on the, the odds that I have for this parlay this weekend and it hits – we're talking at probably seven or eight grand. Yeah. And I could have that 15 grand tool. I could then put myself in a position where I could bet thousand. Yeah, but you gotta be smart with it. Because exactly. you always have to consider what because if you don't. Exactly. You go down and to zero. at that point, yeah. then I'm back down in the red. Yeah. And I don't want to do that. The objective is to play smart and be and be conscious of the money that Bro, I am spending. I'm I'm agreeing with a hundred yes. a thousand percent of you. Yes. I'm right there with you. 
I just, yeah, I did. If you want to talk about that Steph Curry thing I did, yeah, that was purely emotional. And I purely, as a fan, thought he could do it that night. Yeah. Guess what? He's been in a slump ever since. Okay? So, and that's fine. But I'm not... It's your I'm, fault. I'm a, yeah, it is my fault. That's fine, though, which is why it was only $5. Mm-hmm. My, a lot of my $5 NBA ones, that's just, hey, if it hits, big. If not, it is $5. And I have enough profit where I can throw those out there. Yeah. Like the other one, the other night I did one, I didn't think it would hit, but... The fucking profit to be had was huge. It was Embiid, Luka, and Jokic. No, something like that. Each get a triple-double. You know the odds of that? Fucking crazy. But those three guys, any given night, will probably give you a triple-double. It didn't hit. It was actually DeJounte Murray and then those other two. Okay. And then there was that same night. This is my night of L's. That same night, it was Embiid, Luka, and Jokic. Double-doubles. I put 20 down. Did it hit? No. Who didn't? Who do you think? Embiid, Luka, and Jokic? Pretty good odds all, all the way around, everywhere you look. It was Embiid, wasn't it? It was fucking Embiid. <laughs> and I went back to the game because I, I needed to know, of all people, why is Embiid not getting... Yeah. And then that's when it hit me. They, they were blowing him out. He wasn't in the paint. Yeah. The man just kept chucking threes. And he's not going after his own rebound. Like They teach you the fundamentals when you're a kid. Uh-huh. But hey, it is what it is. And I, but th- that was the hard part. I made so many five dollar ones, yeah. and then that twenty dollar one, because in my head I was just like, "This is the sure one." Yeah. So if I lose on all these fives, this twenty dollar one is going to give me a little bit of profit, and it'll cover everything else. Guess what? It all backfired. Yeah. All the dominoes fell. Yeah. Every single one See, lost. And that's that's what I'm talking about about trying to hedge your bets. Like yeah. That. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because it, it, it can go all go awry. Which is why I you like live and you learn. I'm not going to do that again. Yeah. I like to stick with one. I'm yeah. not trying to hedge often. If I lose, yeah. I lose, and I'm going to take that one to the next. But there are instances where you do want to hedge your bets. So for example, I would say that. I tried to hedge some of my bets by going with prop bets as well as the parlay on Monday. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it worked. It It worked to a point to where I ended up being even more in the green and had a little bit more to play with. Now, at such a small size right now with, you know, where my bankroll is and anything like that, when I'm netting $13 in profit, that's an extra day of betting for me. So it's huge. You know what I'm saying? That's another opportunity for me to cash in on maybe another $160. So that for me is huge. If I can carry that into every week that I'm betting, $13 in profit is fucking massive for me. Yeah. That's absolutely fucking massive. And I like that. I want to continue to do that. And that's where I think, that's where I'm more intrigued about, um, sports betting. And I, I know I recommended a couple podcasts to you and, you know, some websites and stuff like that. Um, really, you know, as, as betting becomes more mainstream, I think it's a good side hustle. It's hard one because it's reliant on so many other things, but if you're smart and you're a sharp, there are avenues to where you can really capitalize on what the market is doing and you can sway things your way and you can really, you know, take advantage of, of, of being a, a good sports better. You yeah. know, there are people out there that are professional sports betters and they're, they, you know, granted they play with a lot more money than we do, but yeah. they had to start somewhere and I guarantee they didn't come in just betting $10,000, you know, and I don't know everybody's fucking story, but you know, and uh, that's where I think what, the sports betting has been really fun. And that's why I wanted to talk to you about it because we did bring that up, uh, or I did bring that up about you know this weekend about you know some of the stuff that you're doing with, um, with your parlays and everything. Hey, and bro, you and me, we're just a couple of uncut gents. <laughs> what time is it? Um, hey, we, we went pretty long before I dropped the pun, dog. Um, uh, we yeah. went pretty long. Uncut right. gents. 
Uncut. Is that the name of the episode? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I'm going to be honest, bro. <laughs> Don't fucking end it like that. Come on. That was a good one. I'm getting hungry. Aren't you getting hungry? I'm getting hungry, I'm getting but hungry. you got to admit, that was a pretty good one. It was a good one. It was a good it one. Was a good one. Um, but this weekend, super, super excited about... Uh, about the overall slate, I think it's going to be really fun. I'm excited to bet some money on it. I got a, a, a few emotional ties. Um, it's going to be a rough weekend, but I'm excited because it's the last weekend before we get into the playoffs. Okay. Sorry, the best part for you, after all your parlays or whatever bets you make are done, because you're not betting on your team, you get to finish out your bets and just enjoy the Chargers Raider game Sunday night. I'm so happy they flexed it too. And I think a lot after last weekend, a lot of people knew they were going to flex it because it's, I think it's the only, it is the only win and end scenario. Yeah, bro. High stakes. Um, for where both of the teams that are winning yeah. in are playing each other. Yeah. So that's crazy. It's a very, very high stakes game. It's a good one at that. Now, granted, if um, there is a scenario too we didn't mention, if the Colts lose. Yeah. The Chargers and the Raiders could be in cahoots, and they could kneel the game out, and they would both make the playoffs. What do you mean by kneel the game out? You just get in there, you kneel the ball. <laughs> like, you ends in a tie? Ends in a tie. Really? Yep. What are those odds? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Very fucking low. Very fucking low. You uh, mean high? No, very low that that would happen. Oh, yeah. Even yeah. if the Colts lose... I still think you get both of those teams going out there to go play. Yeah, obviously. I don't. But you, you, I mean, you say Neil. It doesn't have to be Neil. What if they legitimately trying? Game ends in a tie. Then it would. It you would know still, what I mean? They both. Would How crazy it. would that be? It would never happen. No, that no. would never happen. No. Let's check the odds on that. <laughs> yeah, that's Hold what I'm on. saying. Give me a second. I'm gonna check a the odds. A fucking on that. tie, dog. Hold a on. fucking. We're gonna tie. check the line. Okay, <sighs> so we have Chargers Raiders. While he's checking that, the Steph Curry bet that we were talking about earlier. Yeah, tell him about that. It's bet. a prop bet. Oh, uh, tell the, him about your softball the games. Game, the game in particular, Steph had to get over 30 points, over six assists, and at least six threes. Now, to give you a little context of what actually happened in that game, I can't remember off the top of my head who they were playing. Steph finished with, what was it, nine or ten points? He's season low. He had one three. He did finish with 10 assists. So he hit with the assists. Doesn't do me any good. But yeah, very emotional play there. But it was high, high stakes. Like the, the, the winnings to be had there were there. It was, it was a lot. It was like, I think it was, oh, it was $120 for a $5 bet. So yeah, I won't be doing shit like that anymore. But uh, you live and you learn, okay? Just a couple of uncut gents out here. <laughs> That's it. Uh, the only one that I'm seeing right now is... Plus four thousand odds. Oh my god! For it right, to tie. end in a draw. Yeah. Okay. Plus four thousand. I wonder what fucking schmo is betting on that. But plus four thousand. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest here. If, if you bet, kind of intrigued, hey, hey, brother. If you bet five dollars, how much would you get back on that? Let me see. Just a little five dollar bet, you know? Like, hey, the next time your wife asks you, hey, Jesse, we're gonna need some milk. Be like, hey. I just put it on the game for a tie. 200 bucks. Oh, wow. Wow. If I were to just maybe throw, maybe I throw, maybe I throw a hundred in there. You, you know what I always do? Four rounds. You know what four I always rounds, do? I, I never act on it. But every, for example, what you just said, you put in $5, you get 200. Yeah. 
I always do this. Every time I see like big odds like that, I'll go to the website. Let's say I do that. I take that 200 and type it into the risk. So I want to see what that number gives me. I do yeah. that. I do that all the time. And I find myself dreaming. You know what I mean? So like I'll type in the, the $5, the Steph Curry. Typed in five. It said 120 winnings. I was like, what happens if I bet 120? Because I just want to see that. Yeah. And seeing those numbers, it's just, you know, it gets you dreaming. Rarely ever do I do that because <laughs> it, it's so easy to get like lost in that, right? Obviously, Everybody yeah. wants the fucking big hit. Yeah, yeah, You yeah, want yeah. that big hit, that one where yeah. it's like you justify putting that money out there, right? Yeah. And that's where I've learned mostly, especially with football, when it comes to betting lines and stuff like yeah. that. A lot of the time, at least from what I've seen, is that the market generally gets it right. So when you're playing the money line and stuff like that, I a lot of my parlays will be stacked with favorites. Mm-hmm. And then I'll try and edge, get an edge on a team that I think is going to to win. If it's a close matchup or something like yeah. that, I will play the money line and be like, you know what? I think these guys are going to win. Or I'll take the spread or something like that. Right, and right, I'll right. try and capitalize on that and then give me plus odds. And mm-hmm. that's, you know, that's how I won. Um, you know, last weekend I had uh, I had the Cardinals in Dallas. Yeah, they were plus odds. Hey, you're welcome. Yeah, the Cardinals in Dallas. That was one of the bets <laughs> yeah. that I know you had mentioned to me, and, um, and you gave me shit for it. That was one of them. You were I like, did. "What is this I guy did. thinking?" I did. I did. Yeah. I absolutely did. And um, when I'm when I'm looking at that though, um, I'm going to tell you exactly what exactly what uh, exactly what what you were thinking. Exactly what it was. It was um, I took uh, and see this was a these these were good games that had edges, but it was a four leg, and I really really liked this this parlay. Um, uh, it took Tennessee minus one sixty. Now I, I I just had a feeling they were gonna just put an end to the Dolphins that that just was just gonna be a factor. Um, but I took Cincinnati plus 170 over the Chiefs. Now, I was yeah. in Cincinnati. I did the opposite. You the, know the Bengals seemed to be com- – Joe Burrow coming off a massive game last weekend. Yeah. Where he threw um, where he threw for over f- four touchdowns, 500 yards. Almost – you think that he can't repeat it. Well, he fucking did. He yeah. fucking did. Yeah. And Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs fell flat in the second quarter. Jamar yeah. Chase went for over 200 and something yards and three fucking touchdowns. He went for like 260-something, three touchdowns, yeah. and it was just a fucking day for the Bengals. Yeah. The Bengals. <laughs> okay? Shout out to them. They cover for me. Took Tampa Bay, minus 850 against the Jets. Now, that was a sweat fest because <laughs> they were down by what was it they were 17 they were yeah they were down, they were down by, by 17 at yeah, one they were point down by something stupid yeah can't remember off the top of my head but tom brady in the clutch last drive comes in yeah ices the fucking game and just covers for me and then i have the cardinals and the cowboys now the cowboys have a tendency to fall flat Sometimes, especially if their defense isn't getting takeaways. Yeah. You know, they're they're trying to get the run game incorporated in. Dak, he's a good quarterback, but I just feel like their offensive game plan doesn't do him any justice. That guy should be throwing 45 times a fucking game, bro. <laughs> he needs to be, you know, throwing 45 times. Um, and they fall flat, and Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals are coming off a skid. Yeah. Where they're losing to the fucking Lions. They're losing, and I just, uh, something had to give. Dallas was coming off a really hot game um, where they won against the football team the week before. The football team. The football team. And it just felt like it was time. Speaking of the football team, did you hear they're going to make the announcement? Sorry, I just had to throw that out there. 
the they have a date set. They're gonna come out with the new logo, the new name. Oh, are they? Is it gonna be later this year before the season? Uh, yeah, it has to be. The date was announced. I can't remember the now, but yeah, they're making it a big thing. Like it's gonna be announced. It's gonna be a whole big thing. Well, yeah, it's an NFL team. They yeah, have new to. logo, new name, new brand, everything. That's interesting. Yeah, that's gonna be really, really interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I I cash in on that. That was a good four leg. I'm I'm repeating the process, although this one's a little bit riskier. Yeah. I'm betting yeah. on all dogs this week, but yeah. there's some edges. Um, but yeah, I'm tr- just kind of learning to pick and choose between your money lines, your spreads, your props, and stuff. So sports betting's been uh been really really fun. Um, before we get out of here, because I have to fucking pee. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure I'm getting hungry too. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm sure we're over an hour and a half on the pod. Something yeah. crazy wild. Um. Uh, any closing remarks, dude? It's getting dark in here. You have no light. I have a lamp, but don't worry about it. It's getting dark in here, guys. Um, no one can see that. Um, closing remarks. I don't know. Like, I'm really, I'm really excited that we're back at this. Who knows what this is going to turn into? But uh, I love doing this, and yeah. it's very fun. I love yeah. doing it with you, uh, yeah. of all people. But yeah, like, I'm very excited. I, I think. Uh, I think we should get more segments. I like the this or that that you came up with. Yeah. Maybe we could play on that. Maybe add more categories. Yeah, absolutely. Or or, or some new segments. But uh, today was definitely a, a looking f- forward like to a, a free balling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, for we sure. Just want to sure. get the ball rolling. For sure. Make sure we record something for you guys. And um, and I'm excited, man. The same thing for me. It's been a wild two years. I know we didn't get into personal stuff, man, but. And I know you tried to play it off, but it's been a wild two years, dude. It's been it's it's definitely been crazy emotionally, mentally, yeah. physically, everything. It's been crazy, but for both of us to still be standing here, uh, COVID free, vax free for you. Um, shout out to all the anti vaxxers. Hold on, shout out to all the anti vaxxers and the vaxxers. I have uh, it in the ch- in, in the chat. I shop. have it. He doesn't. He doesn't. I have it. Yeah, he's got that Antonio Brown vax. <laughs> <No>. um, <laughs> But um, so we don't. Then. We won't get into everything that went into your decision to not only uh, not vax for you to be labeled <laughs> and label yourself about? as an anti-vaxer, and then not not only <laughs> yeah. just that, but to um. Hey, where are you right now? What? Where are you right now? Where are you sitting right now? In a room. Oh, a uh, room. Where's the room? In on Earth. On Earth, yeah. Yeah, 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 getting more vague, huh? Yeah. Where's this room on Earth? It's your room. It's my room. Yeah. yeah, yeah, You yeah. think I'm just going to, you, you slammed me? I told you I have it. I have it. You have COVID? <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me because you're an anti-vax. I have, keep saying that. You keep saying like you're trying to convince yourself. Hey, dude, it's about hey. tr- trigger Hey, I got it. I got it. Dude, if they're, hey. not, if they're hey. not mad at you, we're not doing something right. What's the guy's name from fucking... Gar- Did you ever get the flyers made for your super spreader party What's that you the- were going to have in the summer? <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. What's the guy with the uh, fucking fucking Dave Dave Bautista plays? What's his name? Uh, uh, Drax. Yeah, bro. I got the Drax, dog. You got the I Drax? I have the Drax, got the bro. Drax. I got the Drax going through my veins right now. Cool. cool okay. Cool. Um, shout out to all the anti-vaxxers like Grant that listen <laughs> to the pod, man. We appreciate you guys for coming out today. In all seriousness, um, you know, uh, it was a good time. I am happy that 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 we ended up doing this. Um, and and for everybody out there, we hope you guys stay safe. We love you. And again, uh, make sure you guys um, reach out to our sponsors at. Um, <laughs> oh, I thought you. Sorry, were, I cut I, out. I, I, uh, <laughs> and reach out to our sponsor. Make sure you guys use code PDS uh, upon checkout and. 
who knows? It might work. It might not. <laughs> but uh, eventually, you know, we'll get we'll get you guys some codes. Um, on another uh, on another light note, we love you. We appreciate you. Thanks for listening. And uh, hold up before we go, I gotta give another shout out to our other sponsor at. Trust me, she's gonna love it too. She's gonna <laughs> love it too. <laughs> Hey, trust me, you're going <laughs> to like the way you look. Okay, all right, cut it. Love you. <gasps>